0: Are you going out of town this summer? Protect what matters most with 24-7 professionally monitored home security from Protect America. The nation's best home security starts at only $19.99 a month. For over 25 years, Protect America has offered award-winning home security with low monthly costs, low upfront costs, and locked-in rates. The other guys can't say that. Visit ProtectAmerica.com slash metal to get $5 off your monthly monitoring. (laughs) Go!
1: This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. I just got back from the Fire Festival, and I don't know what everybody is complaining about. I got to hang out on the beach, and I didn't have to see Ja Rule perform. Win, win. And now, here's the Metal Injection Livecast. Win, win.
0: You gotta say, that is a. And, and let's not minimize all the terrible things that happen at Fire Festival. But Jarrell not playing—you have yeah. to say it's a silver lining, right?
2: That's a plus for everyone. Yeah.
0: Uh,
3: to be fair, uh, he wasn't scheduled to play at all. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he no. was just one He's of the producers. Just, wow, I take it all back then. What a cop out. We'll talk. We'll talk all about it. But right now, I think we have a call from Israeli guy. Whoa. Hey. I guess there were other shitty bands that didn't play.
0: That could be the silver yeah. lining.
3: Maybe. Hello,
4: Israeli guy. Shalom.
3: Mm. Or maybe we don't. Cock tease. How about uh, whoever's Skyping us? No? No, I just... Hi. Hello. Is
2: is that Israeli guy?
0: Hi, how are you?
3: Yes. Wait, if you're the real
0: Israeli guy, say airport. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't hear you so far. Sorry. I said, if you're the real Israeli guy, say airport. Ah. Airport. There it is. <laughs> oh, okay. It's confirmed. You want to don't you? Yeah. Don't
5: I want to make sure. You could have been an okay. imposter. The slipper fish. Yeah, it's been a long time. I, I That's right.
0: Nice talking to you. What's up?
5: Yeah, uh, I'm fine. Well, it's a very sad day in Israel. Uh, I'm sure you know that. It's uh, Memorial Day today mm. or this evening. Noah? No. So on this. Uh, what okay. Is, what no, are you, you memorializing?
4: Go. The Holocaust. Ammunition. Is it?
5: No, no, no. So Holocaust Day was last week. That's over. How many now days it's you Memorial have? Day. Uh, this is uh, Dead Soldiers Day. Oh, <laughs> so morbid. Okay.
4: Well, aren't That's all like cool. Jewish holidays and Jewish thingies about pain and suffering? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. But, I mean,
3: isn't that what Memorial yep. Day and Veterans Day is about in America,
4: True. too? Yeah, but
0: they just had one. At least ours are
5: like six months Wait apart. a minute. In
4: Israel, do you get discounts when you go to retail stores? Of yeah. course! Are, are
5: beds on sale on your... Couches? Uh, no. Stores are closed, uh, I think, at noontime, maybe uh, in the afternoon. Do, uh, do the
2: Palestinians have a Memorial Day for, like, dead kids who got shot because the cop thought he
5: was carrying a rock? <laughs> Uh, yeah, they have uh, the Nakba, so that, that's. Uh, I think that's tomorrow. Oh, back Actually, to back! Look a, at that.
0: A lot of people might not know this. The next week in Israel is f- uh, the day we memorialize all the dents in the bulldozers from running over Palestinians. <laughs> oh my God! Right. Wow. Wow. We're off to a great start here <laughs> on the Metal Ejection <laughs> cast We didn't start the fire.
3: Uh, <laughs> I do want to mention very shortly. Jared Kushner did very shortly we're gonna have jason newstead calling in. yes big guest talking about a, a big art show he has coming up in new york city uh israeli guy are you a fan of jason newstead's
5: work sure but i had a question first oh sure yeah what's your question so it's a it's a game if you would like to play it it's really uh Uh-oh. quick okay let's try so this. do you know how many people live in new york about you mean the metropolitan area not the five boroughs right
4: or new york state right
5: okay uh, no, pro- between eight and nine million right do you know how many people live in israel
0: uh under three million i think no about eight
5: million really
0: Just about. i didn't
3: think it was that yeah. much
2: well now they count palestinians as people oh but they all right
3: used to not, uh, you I your see.
5: no we, without without the- oh, <laughs> they don't yeah. count them as people <laughs> yeah, you made a joke, and of course, the truth you know? was worse than <laughs> yeah. what you said. No, but <laughs> but they have autonomy. It's not Israel, really. Mm-hmm.
3: No, we we we're just kidding. I know we we know you didn't mean oh. that they're not people. You just mean that they're not. Well, he didn't
2: mean to say he thinks
5: they're not right. people, but he, he thinks
2: they're not people.
5: That's not true, is he it? I mean, citizens. Okay, no, right? no, 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 no. Okay, how many people got killed in a homicide in New York last year? Uh, well, what's up. the answer? About three hundred. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and thirty. How many people got killed in a homicide in Israel last year? Five. No, about a hundred. Okay. How many people got killed in a terrorist attack in Israel last year?
3: How many?
4: Is this a, is this really a game? Yes. He's got
2: he's is got a political a- point to prove. Yeah. 7,342. No, no, Not enough. No, Is 21. that the answer?
4: One. one? How, how many? 21. 21. <laughs> 21. 21. 21.
5: Okay. Yeah. All right. How many people? Okay. Last two questions. Sorry. Oh, my God. How many people got killed in September 11th? In that Wales?
2: wasn't last year, though, was 3, it? 3,000. No, no, no. Roughly 3,000. 3, yeah, okay. Okay. Now, so now we're to be punished
3: because we have taller buildings than you motherfuckers?
2: That's the only difference. <laughs> no,
4: Israel has tall buildings. But w- what's the game? What are you, are
3: you are you to, to Is the, the, point. the point that we always joke about how unsafe Israel is or rather yeah. Darren jokes about how yeah. you're going to get you blown up? I would like to point to out specifically host it's host Darren.
5: Since since 1950? My god. What was the question? 2000, how many people got killed in Israel? Uh-huh. In terrorist attacks since 1950. is 2,000 how many? And 500. 2,500. Yeah. Okay. But so I guess less. what
3: you're saying is so really not not that many <laughs> people die in Israel, but when they do, everyone, everyone has here's to make such thing, a big deal about here's it.
2: Here's the big difference, though. Yeah. <laughs> New York City is by far the best city in the world, Mm -hmm. so it's worth that risk. Israel is just like some other fucking place, so it's not at all worth that risk. But it's much more
0: dangerous. It's
2: worth it here.
0: Well, here's my thing. two things. I don't know that those numbers are accurate.
4: Also can true. we also
0: see like some yeah. documentation and links for that?
4: Snopes. We gotta check Snopes. That's one. Sure, sure. I
5: can send you all the links.
4: And you it's know, probably we j- Hebrew though.
0: We joke about it being dangerous, but I don't the, the real the real issue is that the government is fucking
5: crazy in Israel. Yep. Well now oh, <laughs> Russia Russia has, is, yeah. has a great president. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. You like him, right? That's really more of my issue. Also, I sir, mean,
2: can I just say, you're not factoring in one of the other hidden dangers of Israel. It's so hot there. The skin cancer rates must be <laughs> off the charts. Here, we're nice and cool.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
2: Add that in. They
4: have air conditioning in Israel. Sk- on the beach?
0: Air C. Yes. <laughs> my thing is, I think I feel like we should have somewhere between those two extremes. <laughs> I, it's a little too chilly <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. It's a little too chilly here. It's fucking, it's gonna be May 1st tomorrow. I froze my ass off. It was like 80 degrees yesterday. Yesterday, one day out of April. Three days Uh, of April. Okay, so we're
3: 20 minutes in, we're talking about the weather. 10 minutes in.
0: We're talking about
2: Israel and the weather because it's a room full of Jews and this is what we Uh, talk (laughs) about. Yeah. We're living up to the stereotype. It's water cooler.
0: No, it's alright. That will freeze. That's fine. No problem.
4: What? What is, this?
3: what is this? this? is not me. I want to speak for. This the is record. Alicia Keys, uh, New York.
4: Can we just have Darren do yeah. stuff Sorry. like that? All right, since I'll he's stop the master I'll stop. at it. stop.
3: Okay. Wait, are you still are you still there? Did we lose him? Oh, I think he hung up. Oh. oh. The skin
2: cancer thing hit too close to home, I
0: guess.
3: <laughs> or he got shot by terrorists.
2: It's possible.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: It's possible.
3: Well, I hope not. I like this nice guy. But it's possible. Well, anything is possible. Israel's, I mean, it's also possible that we could get shot by <laughs> Israel is very dangerous.
0: No, it's not. No, it's not. not
3: <laughs> Didn't you just hear all anymore. the stats?
0: I don't buy those at all. Fake news.
3: Yeah. All right. I don't know why we had to start on a political rant, but it's just a new
0: thing. To think. If well, you
4: statistics, this is not a statistics podcast.
3: This is not. This is. This, this is a. Podcast parading is a metal podcast. The stroke yeah. over there. The, the, <laughs> we have, we do have a phone number if you'd like to call in and be a part of the show. 213 943 3688. If you can't remember that, it's 213 wide nut.
4: Based off of Rob's ball. Just one of them. Yeah. We won't tell you which one, though. The
3: left. We're very highbrow uh, here. Spoiler alert. Metal injection livecast. And uh, that's right. We're going to. We, Wanted to talk about the Fire Festival, uh, oh, God. which, not quite metal, the closest to a metal band, just to give you an idea of how metal this festival was, is Blink-182, yeah. which is, right. that's the closest.
0: I was going to say Ja Rule did play with Metallica before, but he should have told me that he didn't even play.
3: No. They were, it was just a studio. Oh, was, I that. mean,
0: he wasn't, nobody
3: played, but oh, he was supposed yeah. to not play. I, I, I said that, yeah. no he was one of the executive so the so this fire festival for those of you either listening back or just not clued in it's
2: f-y-r-e right
3: yes we we
0: don't want to offend real fire with how bad this was the concept of fire sent them a cease and desist (laughs) (laughs) the
2: the element of fire no the idea of a dumpster fire suit threatened to sue them (laughs) they're like no you're worse We want no association with what you guys are going (laughs) to (laughs) have.
3: So the idea for the festival was... Now, I don't know, for longtime Livecast listeners, you might recall... Uh, A year or two ago, it was a while ago now, we played a clip of of the new draw rule credit card. (laughs) Uh Remember we went over this a few uh, episodes ago and how absurd it was and how the goal of it was really to scam low income people Uh, with high interest rates.
4: So it's not the first scam. But he's involved with the festival. Right.
3: You could have seen this coming is what you're saying. Right. So the same guy that was with... If you also remember when he went on Fox Business in the clip that we played, Mm -hmm. Ja Rule didn't even know how to sell this thing. It was clear he was just the name attached to it because his frat boy, white guy, business partner Mm -hmm. had to chime in and like put the corporate speak on. That's what happens when you trust white people. (laughs) Well, so now uh, they went from that scam... To this, and the whole pitch was that this was a, uh, an island that Pablo Escobar owned. Uh-huh. That they've converted. Hold on. <laughs> what?
2: That's which a,
3: I don't know why that's an appealing Yeah, thing. that's yeah. a draw to get to, to the drug lord's island. To the
2: douchebags that they were advertising to, yeah.
3: Yo, hey, bro, Pablo Escobar, I'm going to his island. Bro, here. do you know how crazy this party is? <laughs> Pablo Escobar, this is the type of party that a fucking drug lord <laughs> that killed hundreds of innocent yeah. people of his nation would party I'm at. psyched, bro. <laughs> I got to get my guinea t-shirt on. Hold on. And uh, so that so there so they converted it into a like a high class thing where like celebrities and like these rich people like Mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner, all these Instagram models were supposed to be on their yachts. Celebrity chefs cooking meals. Yes. The high the most luxury meals, the Mm -hmm. most luxury tents to live in. (laughs) You have a luxury tent with running water. That should have
0: been a, a red flag, too, that
3: the luxury tents. You
0: couldn't put them up in a hotel?
3: Well, yeah. it's the beach. Yeah. It there was be a hotel luxurious. option, though. If you oh, didn't okay. want to live in a tent, you could go in a hotel. Well. Uh, and there <laughs> are, there are luxury tents, though, which, as ridiculous as it sounds, the idea, like I saw when Dave Mustaine did that Mustaine camp, boot camp thing that we talked <sighs> about a few weeks ago, he was also selling luxury tents, and there was pictures of them, and it's like, okay, it's a, it's a spruced up yeah. tent, <laughs> Isn't
2: Luxury Tent what you refer to your scrotum as?
3: hey <laughs> Damn right.
0: <laughs> Only the finest
2: scrote. That's your Reddit name. <laughs> for for Luxu- all the ball-stretching subreddits you go on. Luxury, Come
3: on! <laughs> luxury Tent Sack. <laughs> uh, and so all of these crazy luxury things. And so this island is an island in the Bahamas. Do we know I- the name
2: of the island?
3: Yes, Balls, <laughs> Balls Island.
4: island. island. Balls. Balls Island. Yes.
3: Uh, so hold on, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Dirty Dick. <laughs> anyway, so this island, you could, you could, There was no direct flight to this island, so you had to take a charter, uh-huh. and they were promising private jets chartering oh, you course. to this sure. island. Naturally, which was just a commercial airplane that they rented. You know, it was like a <laughs> American or whatever or like a delta airplane rent those out sure well they they just chartered it you know like they they bought all the seats in the flight or whatever uh and so they start bussing people by plane to this island and then eventually so people are on the tarmac in miami to get on this island and they're told nope no more people are allowed on the island the island has reached capacity
2: that's a
4: thing yeah, what yeah. would happen? Would it like just collapse into the ocean? Yeah,
3: <laughs> well, what happened was the people that did make it onto the island show up, and they're like, "Wait a minute, this isn't luxurious at all. This is a total mess." Right, and so all these tweets started pouring in. So you know, just just to get in, you know, the line to to show your ticket and whatever was completely disorganized, and then it's like the stages weren't even set up. They look at the luxury tents and they start googling. I'm surprised there's even service on this island. They start googling and turns out the tents that are actually set up are like disaster relief tents. <laughs> ah, yeah. They're like the same tents that FEMA used in like in hurricanes. Anything's
2: luxurious if you've just been in a flood. <laughs> so wait, I guess. your
4: uncle FEMA? Different FEMA. Different oh, FEMA. Okay, sorry.
3: <laughs> and. There were too many guests, and, and, and so there was, not, there was no food on the island. There was no luxury. The luxury catering was just like a wooden table. <laughs> the concierge desk was literally four pieces of plywood stuck together. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible and amazing at the same time. Did you get some good footage from Metal Injection while you were there,
4: though, I did
3: not go. I would what? not go. Exuma was Do you
4: Exuma know, do you know anyone that, that went?
3: I did not know anybody that went. There was a
0: lot of good electronica bands supposed to play there, though. I figured it'd be all over there.
3: <laughs> there was like, no, I, I wouldn't want to go to a thing the like that. The island is
2: named Eczema?
3: Exuma.
0: That, that should have been a yes, red flag. seriously. Exuma is like pulling a dead body out of a <laughs> out of works. the ground.
2: Well, there was
0: no running water on the island.
2: So <laughs> Well, you're just the, the water's right there. Just walk to the shore. Sure. Take a gulp.
3: I want to read uh, so, just go down to the ocean. <laughs> Somebody who worked on the festival wrote a thing for New York magazine. I highly recommend it. It's a great read. She ended up quitting. But seven weeks before the festival, because she saw that this was going to be a train wreck not mm-hmm. being able to pull be, be pulled off. And she made it clear that the organizers knew about two months before that this was not going to live up to the standards that they were promising. Mm-hmm. Like the original island that they wanted to do this on was not functional enough to capable to pull this off. Okay. So they eventually rented a part of an island that there's like a a sandals resort on. It's like the back of a sandals is what this thing was on. <laughs> and so the, an actual
4: sandal. Yeah. So yeah. these
3: people are, are, are stranded on this Island. The show isn't happening. Bands are quitting. Bands are pulling out. There's no food. They were promised luxury <laughs> catering. What they got was two pieces of like whole wheat bread was it with a piece of cheese. It, it was, was white, white bread, bread. bread with a piece of cheese and some salad. It was the most hilariously depressing photo and so these people were stranded. They're, they were – all their luggage was gone. <laughs> Pissed people. So the ticket prices – here's one thing that is kind of pissing me off about the game of telephone of how much these tickets were. Mm. The tickets start at $1,200. Woo. And then there was early bird tickets I was reading that people only paid like five or $600. Like the reason that this didn't work is because they didn't have the capital – to pull off everything that they were promising, now there were VIP tickets that went for <laughs> VIP tickets that went for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, but um, <laughs> that was split amongst like twelve people, so it ended up being like twelve thousand. Oh, a person. bargain!
4: Oh, nothing. But yeah. this was
3: the top of the line VIP thing that most of those people probably didn't even make it onto the island. So most of the people on there were not people who could afford mm-hmm. a $12,000 ticket. It was just people who saved up for a vacation for $1,200.
0: I know the reason you're saying that is because a lot of the backlash for this was like, oh, well, fuck them. It's just rich people. That, right, right. And,
2: and it's like, well, them. not
3: all of them are,
0: right. are, are rich but people. But all of them have poor taste in music. That so we can agree on. Fuck them anyway. Sure. That we can agree on, especially Blink-182. Yeah. Well, who
2: else? Who else? <laughs> Who, what, what other bands were like? No, or, like artists?
3: oh, just like a some Pusha T, Tiga, or something. Tiga, T I G A, Tiga.
2: That's
0: Tiger. Other than Pusha T and and uh, Blink One Eighty Two, pretty big. I didn't know Tiga. I didn't see Tiga. I know maybe I have it wrong. But other than that, I didn't know any of the bands or groups or rappers or anything and
3: it blink was, 182 canceled right before yeah. this happened they yeah. well they didn't there. get paid they never got their advance it oh. came out that's why they can't, They couldn't pay so the catering company that was initially attached to it released a statement saying that they were stopped being involved with the festival a month ago when the promoters couldn't get their shit together so The sandwiches weren't theirs the, yeah they were not responsible <laughs> for that food they
4: everybody probably the, the promoters were putting the sandwiches together yeah. behind the oh, scenes oh for sure it was literally scrap it was
3: probably s- scraps from the sandals resort uh, yeah <laughs> Dumpster dome, Uh, such a
0: disaster.
3: And oh, we got to look up. Well, we're gonna talk more about the fire festival all throughout the show. We have so much. There's so many layers to this story that we're gonna get to. Nice cake. I want to talk about another show that you might be interested in. It's it's you know Corey Taylor. He's not just the front man Slipknot and Stone Sour. He's also a radio show host. And you can listen to Corey Taylor's new show, a series of bleeps, exclusively on Apple Music. Every week, Corey picks a topic or a theme and spends the entire hour talking about it. But unlike this show, he actually plays some music. <laughs> he's he's spinning some of his favorite tunes. And Taylor plays everything from Metallica to NWA. He has a show about his goth obsession in the nineties, his sludge obsession. He has a show about his punk rock influences. Lots of cool episodes. Recent ones include Corey talking about what he and his band Stone Sour were listening to while recording their new album. There's an entire episode with Corey offering advice about what it takes to be a successful artist and has some great advice about starting up a band. And he has an amazing chat with party rockers Steel Panther. You can hear these and all 50 other episodes of Corey's show, a series of bleeps on demand anytime you want exclusively on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. So we have a a, a a colleague of Corey's, perhaps, Jason Newstead, allegedly calling in, mm-hmm. although it's right. a few minutes past the half hour.
4: Does he know that it's Eastern time? Uh-oh. Oh, no.
3: I did try to make that very clear.
4: Okay, good. <sighs> All right. As long as you try to make it clear and we did everything right.
3: We did everything right so far. So we'll have him. He's talking about his new art show. Mm-hmm. He's an artiste.
4: He's a really nice person. He's a renaissance man.
3: Yeah. And uh, the, the show that he's a part of, some of his work, you could see it. At Context New York, Pier 94. Oh, I'm all burpy. Let me try that again. Oh, Jesus Christ. Context New York at Pier 94 in New York City. <gasps> Starting May 3rd, going through May 7th, and there's a VIP cocktail reception on May 3rd where Jason's going to be answering some questions.
0: Now, Rob, that shows to benefit victims of acid reflux, so that yeah. should oh, help you. I could use, no. I could use oh, all just, the help
2: I can get. It's like kidding. Robert Durst burping as he confesses oh. to murder.
0: Oh, yeah. I, thought, I was thinking of Fred Durst.
2: Yeah. Him, too. He's probably <laughs> killed somebody in his life.
0: But he doesn't burp. He's, can he's, hold a the profe- verse back. he's
2: a professional vocalist and a jazz cat.
4: So oh, yeah.
2: He knows how to enunciate and get his words out mm-hmm. without oh. vomiting on the microphone.
4: The worst are the burps with the puke in them, with like the stomach bile. Oh, yeah, those burn. Ugh.
2: I threw up a little bit earlier this week while brushing my teeth. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, did you brush your tongue or something?
2: Yeah, I, 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 once in a while it makes me gag. But this time, like I had had pizza for lunch a few hours before. I, I do the the evening brush, like pre dinner, uh-huh. and I was just brushing. I gagged a little bit and just like a mouthful of digested, uh-huh. un- partially digested uh-huh. pizza. Wait. Just like shut
0: up. <laughs> you said pre dinner. Yeah. Before dinner, you brush. Yeah. So you just eat and you leave the food in after dinner. Well, what I do because I am a
2: scumbag who works from home, I get up. And I just work And do all my shit And have my day And then Like when I'm done With work And before my wife gets My wife gets home <laughs> I'm like oh I should probably shower And like clean uh, myself up Now oh that I'm not Going to be God. the only one here God. So like 6
4: o'clock Is when That's I That's when you brush Your teeth for the first time So when, when you As, you long have as you breakfast you
3: do it Once a day you
2: you don't
4: it do it or No you're
3: supposed To do it twice a day yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One, <laughs> minimum, one minimum One minimum Yeah
3: one minimum so You don't know do I, when you wake up You have like all that build up
0: I'm with Sid on this one But I do brush twice a day But I But I I don't brush. I brush after the first time I eat. I, I don't care because I, 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 it seems stupid to brush. Then you eat breakfast but, but and you got these, this shit in your fucking teeth. Well, we'll brush these... again then. <laughs> How many times are you fucking brushing yeah, all seriously. day? Seriously. Here's my thing though. Okay. I'm curious. Me I sure. got a follow up question. Yeah. So you said you you you, you tidy yourself up because your wife's coming home. Yeah. So if you, your wife's in Texas or something, you're just like a disgrazia, you just don't, you ever, never take a shower? I, I
2: might let a few days go by. Okay. If just, I'm not going out, like, seeing anyone, then what do I, I am not. I don't care how just, I smell.
0: Just a question.
2: Or by the time I, I smell noticeably, noticeably <laughs> to myself, I'm like, all right, I guess it's been a few days yeah. I should shower. Fair enough.
4: I'm with you on that, but- <laughs> I'm a in, conservationist. In terms of brushing your teeth in <laughs> the morning, why. all, like, all those germs that are, like, Spawning in your mouth while you sleep, you're just swallowing them. Aren't they just spawning
2: all day anyway? It's not like they stop when they know I'm
0: awake. I I read that it's worse. You're sleeping uh, when you're sleeping, your body doesn't regulate the bacteria as much.
4: And your mouth is closed, maybe.
0: But I don't know. I just it bothers me to have and I don't want to be over brushing my teeth. I have sensitive gums. So I'm like, I don't want to... You need
4: wanna... a softer toothbrush. You're no, frustrated. I have a
0: very... I have the softest that they make.
2: Got sensitive gums Murphy over here.
0: Listen, what can I tell you? <laughs> I don't think anyone cares about this, just to be...
4: I'm riveted. To everybody brushes their teeth. Yeah. yeah. So everybody cares. That's
0: right. Mm-hmm. Now, if you dropped your your toothbrush in the toilet, would you use it again? No. No. Not. I'm not a full toilet full of shit, like a flushed, no. t- clean toilet. No. Okay.
4: Y- yes. Okay. I would pour... Rubbing alcohol on it, okay. and then clean it with water, and then I'd be okay. That's with a it. true
0: Jew right there. <laughs> yes.
4: Thankfully, They're my expensive. toilet and the
2: sink are opposite ends of the bathroom, so that would never be an issue
4: for <laughs> Rob,
3: me. Rob, break the tie. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't
2: get Toothbrushes are cheap. You just you buy another one. Yeah, for yeah. I, <laughs> My I have an
0: what? electric toothbrush. It's okay. very expensive, but you can well, change. Well, that would be a bigger. You can change the head though, so true. I would just not use that head anymore.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
3: All right, <laughs> hygiene habits. Do you brush your teeth in the morning? Let us know. 213 <laughs> wide not? That's 213-943-3688. We'll have Jason Newsett calling in any minute now.
2: Do we mm-hmm. want to talk more about Fire Festival?
3: A little bit.
4: Maybe we can get his impressions on it. He's he doesn't
3: good. do impressions. He's a
0: guitarist. Ba- oh, bassist. He's, a bit, oh. well, he's a guitarist, he's, too, right? I'm
4: sure he's just glad he turned down that gig.
2: Jaw probably like sent out a mass <laughs> email blast to all the musicians he knows. Everyone
0: Jaw worked with, yeah. quote-unquote,
3: Well, so uh, in this article, I want to read this one excerpt of this girl who worked on it. Uh And it goes, on Wednesday, Ja Rule arrived for a site visit, quote unquote. I don't know if he actually visited the, quote, site, but he did spend a lot of time on a yacht, according to his Instagram. With so little having been prepared ahead of time, Uh the official verdict was that it would take $50 million to pull off. Planners also warned that it would not be up to the standard they had advertised. The best idea, they said, would be to roll everyone's tickets over to 2018 and start planning for next year immediately. But
2: what immediately. if can't go the next year? Well, like, offer a, a refund, refund or, okay. you know,
3: I'm sure that would be it. They had a meeting with the fire execs to deliver the news. A guy from the marketing team said, let's just do it and be legends, man. Why, how would you become a legend by doing that? That you pulled it off.
0: Well, he's a legend. Mm-hmm.
3: He, so, he, he,
2: not in the way he wanted, but it, in, it sort of. Yep.
3: So then the budget was okay, and we were told to carry on with our planning. <laughs> that night, Ja Rule gave a toast. Here it is. Uh. And now <laughs> <laughs> it's on fire! <laughs> it the
0: fucking we should have seen this
3: coming. So, what's crazy is I originally read. <laughs> I read what the toast was, and it sounded so douchey. And then I actually found video footage of him oh giving the God. toast. Oh it's God. a million times douchier. Just <laughs> hearing it. This wow. is the toast. I'm After they've learned that everything is potentially fucked, and they're just gonna ignore it and push through and be fucking legends, man.
0: Mm-hmm. To make this thing come together and be amazing. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: Rock star shit. <is> out and
3: owl. this is being Billy's yeah. favorite toast. And it goes
4: to all of us in Ow. room What the a, fuck kind of music uh, are they listening to? So like is Amy it Man like Amy Mann playing?
0: Stars? What the oh, fuck, fuck is going yeah. on? Sturgill Simpson.
4: Oh, no.
3: So here's the toast. Ow.
2: Living
1: like movie stars,
6: <laughs>
1: partying like rock stars. Billy? <laughs> I fucking
7: oh,
0: like the yeah. <laughs> 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 Whole room full of yeah,
6: sycophants. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up.
0: The worst. So again, that it's toast like, was. Know, you know, I'm sorry. You know what that reminds me of? That's like fucking Steve Harvey's uh, audience full of cows. When he starts doing this fucking, jump. Yeah, when he starts with the. It starts in with this, oh, uh, me, I suppose, black spots. And uh, and then uh, and then all the audience go, ha, 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 ha. you yeah. know, it's like on cue, just ha ha, ha. annoying. Sorry.
3: The There's toast again funny. was to living like movie stars, partying like rock stars, and fucking like porn stars. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <laughs> None <laughs> of the people in that room Gross. are any of those things.
0: Right? They're just you know bored. Everything people. that's
4: wrong with this world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: everything that's wrong with this
8: world <laughs> and then You're everything that's gone wrong in this world
2: is that even the best combination like if you could live like any of those stars and party like any of them and fuck like any of them would it be the the combinations that he said or could we come up with a i feel like we could do <laughs> okay. better
0: live like a porn star so is probably worse
4: i yeah. don't know
2: i feel uh, like they have the most like normal like mm. lives when they're not working really
4: yeah they probably have a lot of like you know i definitely don't want to
2: fuck like a porn star because they yeah. feel nothing and they cry afterwards <laughs> well i think the idea, <laughs> yeah, I don't, the fuck idea like is the,
3: the rate of, of sex that you're having is
2: yeah but we got we could think we're better so
3: you're saying you don't deep deep- want to have so much anal that a poop falls exactly. out of your exactly exactly because it's so wide you have no control of your sphincter oh you're just worried about taking it up the butt is what you're
2: saying no I'm just worried about the many side effects of fucking like a porn star well you don't know
0: it's not specified you could fuck like the girl porn star even still (laughs) it could be worse
2: yeah I would want to fuck like a rock star I feel like I think they have the best sex and it's not filmed so they're Mm. not as self conscious about it okay now do you want to party like a movie star or party like a porn star I feel like party uh, like a movie star. I don't star. do drugs, so.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Movies, yeah, like movie porn
2: stars, stars, it's like cocaine and meth and yeah. stuff.
4: Movie stars get like cocktails and like yeah. fine foods. So
0: yeah. live like a, so you want to live till you're 35? Well, At these least people you die. Like a good
4: looking corpse.
3: Okay. Wait, live like a what?
2: I think by default it's live like a porn star. Uh. Yeah, they just have like a
4: regular job. <laughs> Right. no
3: but they hate themselves
2: also yeah. their job is the easiest they don't have to like go on tour you, it's very you, short hours just, but you gotta it's fuck so, you 320 gotta, 20 days a but year but yeah you yeah, gotta perform have, you gotta to 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 be on you don't have to work that often yeah
3: yeah you do no. You gotta, there's no money at in porn top, anymore where's the, the money everything is uh, downloaded now there's Rob, no
4: get jenna hayes on the phone yeah let's, she's let's she's let's on there's no money
3: in doing scenes
2: so where's the money
3: in like, you could do uh, like video chats and stuff. Being like a go-go dancer or video chat But video chat, you just
2: do that from home. Escorting, you just move to LA and you live there and that's where all the or like Vegas. Escorting is not easy though. And escorting is not How being a porn around? star. Because you have that's to deal true. with
3: creeps all the time.
2: Imagine the type of...
3: Cl- like, sure, there's I feel a high like all end three clientele. of those
2: lifestyles, you're dealing with creeps all the time.
3: But there's only one in which it involves penetrative sex. Directly.
4: If you're doing it right. Ugh. I'm just like staring at Rob's screen. There's a picture of the sandwiches they serve. <laughs> Are you so hungry now?
3: See, it is. it was a whole wheat. It looked like a whole wheat. Yeah, that's worse yeah. than right brown. I,
2: I prefer white bread. Give me a nice sourdough.
3: So I wanted to find the... Uh, oh, this was the luxury food court. It's just a tent <laughs> with like some Sand. beach chairs. Yeah, just the gro Nothing luxury about it. The kitchen looks just like a relief shelter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find Ja Rule's apology, which is...
2: There's probably numerous. You're gonna to have to do a more specific Google search. He's probably had to apologize for many things in his life. <laughs> Didn't he have like go to prison for a while? There was probably an apology for that.
0: His rapping. Yeah, I don't think he's apologized. His acting. That. He should.
2: He's probably had to apologize to Ashanti for numerous, in, uh, you know, inappropriate voicemails that he's left her.
3: So this was the apology. I'm not gonna do a voice or anything because it's <laughs> so it's <laughs> so on. absurd. Come on. What? Do it as Thor. <laughs> We're working right now on getting everyone off the island, of the island, he says. Getting everyone of the island safe. It's
2: probably a typo.
3: But yeah, he means off the island.
2: Wait, yeah. he wrote this or this was a verbal that somebody He wrote to... this. Oh, okay. This is a screenshot oh
3: of his... Notes app.
2: Oh, for fuck's Really? That's <laughs> so. This is how he's ser- a
3: grandpa. This is how seriously. seriously he did it. He just quickly wrote something up in so notes. So it's sort of
2: in comic Sans, then.
3: It's not in comic oh, sense. Damn it! We're working right now on getting everyone of the island safe. Safe in caps. That is my immediate concern. I will make a statement soon. Isn't this a statement? <laughs> I will make a statement soon. I'm heartbroken. Okay, so also there's no periods or commas. It's a stream of content. I will make a statement soon. I'm heartbroken at this moment. My partners and I wanted this to be an amazing event. It was not a scam, in caps, as everyone is reporting. I don't know how everything went so left, but I'm working to make it right Mm -hmm. by making sure everyone is refunded. Here's the kicker. I truly apologize as this is not my fault, but I'm taking responsibility. I'm deeply sorry to everyone who was inconvenienced by this. I want to, get to backtrack. Uh, I truly apologize as this is not my fault. If it's not your fault, why are you apologizing? Wow. But I'm taking full responsibility. I'm taking responsibility. Not full res- I'm taking responsibility. Why are you taking responsibility if it's not guy. your fault?
2: He's oh, a great guy.
3: Wonderful. But he's deeply sorry that people were inconvenienced. I will be
0: making a statement about this later. This is my statement to announce my statement about what I think of that apology. I like to make statements Ah, to announce my statements. It's the
3: prequel statement. I'll be making a statement soon about how I feel about Darren's statement. But I just (laughs) want to say it's not my fault that he's making a statement. But I take full responsibility for For his
0: his statement. statement.
3: Thank you. It's like the it's like the Trump presidency. I feel like I, I think the statement is ultimately it shows how disorganized this whole thing yes. was cuz even when they fucked up they couldn't take 2 seconds to realize that this was such an empty statement and it would just be further scrutinized for being terrible. Well, you know how you know how
0: Trump is kind of just like accidentally famous mm-hmm. sort of just well, by who he how he he's- worked hard at it. I mean, he was born rich. How did he? Well, he worked uh, hard I, at being famous. Yeah, being, okay. Like getting publicity. I but mean, I feel like none I mean. of these guys have, like Ja Rule, I feel also, like from having no talent, just kind of wandered into a career. And, and people and, like that think, like, they, the next thing they move on to is like running something, you know, like Trump yeah. running the country yeah. and him running this. And they're completely unqualified like, to do in it. In ja
2: Rule's mind, he's basically Jay Z.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Just right. like, except for uh. a couple
2: of bad breaks. But way, <laughs> he's got everything in him to be just like that kind of a
3: mogul. Right. Being a foot and a half shorter doesn't <laughs> help. <laughs> wow. And what's crazy is all these years later, this Dave Chappelle uh, bit. Like, oh, my God, this is
0: terrible. Cause somebody please find you rule? Get hold of this motherfucker so I can make <laughs> sense of all this.
6: <laughs>
0: Where is Jarve?
2: A yacht. Jar <laughs> uh.
3: Somebody find Ja. That's what everyone was thinking. Yeah. Well, Oy. He, he announced that he was sorry. So everyone apparently got a refund. I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> wait, um, Darren, are you trying to tell us you purchased a ticket? I mean, um, uh, or, uh. so what's <laughs> the other crazy thing is the day before they were sending emails that so the way that transaction worked on the island is you'd have a wristband and all of your purchases would be. Through the wristband, so you didn't have to like worry your about your. Barcode or
4: something on that. That's there what they do in Disney it. World,
3: right? Like, so instead of paying money or whipping out your credit card all the time and having to authorize yeah. and whatever, it would just be charged to an account. Yeah, and you could preload the account with cash, link it to a credit card. So they were telling people in the days leading up to it, in the week, to preload their cards because mm-hmm. oh, it would nice. be the easiest way to ensure you could be partying on the island. Crazy. So people were people gave them the fifteen hundred for you know. Just to get on the island, right? Then the money for the then, booze,
4: yeah, then the hundreds of dollars. For the cheese sandwich, <laughs> and they got a cheese
3: sandwich out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw like these tweets from like these like Jappy girls, mm-hmm. Jap, like Jewish American princess. I, I mean, got you uh, being like, I spent. Fit- me and my friends, we each spent twelve hundred dollars. We each spent five hundred dollars on our card. Then we had to rent a hotel room. We had to rent a flight. You're going to refund all of this money. They want to be refunded the flights they took to Miami, mm-hmm. they the should. flight, yeah, well. the flights that they uh, they had to book out of Miami early. You know the can't the yeah. early flights canceled. The hotel they had to stay in Miami to you know make the next flight. And it's like sure. You should be refunded for all of but that, But good luck. But you're yeah. not getting that money. It's so getting blood from good, the stone. Yeah, like you might get the money back that you got mm-hmm. that you paid for the the you know the cruise or the excursion, and the money you put on your wristband. At but that's best, it.
2: At best, you can get ja Rule to show up at your bachelorette party. I think that's the best these girls could yeah. hope for as a settlement. <laughs> He'll does pop he, out of a cake.
4: Does he have any equity, ja Rule?
3: Equity. I don't, well, he's gonna be, have very little soon. Yeah. yeah, There's a giant class action lawsuit happening here. Yeah,
4: and it's against him. Well, his
3: co- the company the that company? Uh, he's is behind it. him. Mm-hmm. So the worst thing too is that the 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 festival owner, the guy, his douchey white Billy? partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, his quote was like, "Oh, I guess we were a little naive and thinking we could <laughs> pull this off." And <laughs> the he presidency
2: said, is harder than I thought it would be.
3: <laughs> wow, well, you're right. Thing. It to- it was totally that because he was saying that there was a storm that they didn't anticipate that morning and that knocked out all of their who would have known weather what
0: who would have known the Bahamas might incur a storm.
3: <laughs> Here is the first sentence of his. <laughs> oh my god! I So this thing is like a open letter format. You know, they didn't interview him. He just gave Rolling Stone a statement. He goes, uh, "Today is definitely the toughest day of my life." Oh. It's like, your life? How do you... Met? Like, again, so little sympathy here. Like, imagine being stuck on the island, getting updates and seeing this. Like, today's the toughest day of my life. Motherfucker, I'm, st- I'm stranded here on this island, and you put but me so here. so was he. Wasn't he? I don't think... I'm sure he was doing fine. I guess. He, he wasn't eating cheese sandwiches. He was fucking like
2: a porn star while you wrote this?
3: Probably. Uh, and then he goes, I was a computer programmer. After computers, okay. the two things I love most...
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was a computer programmer And after computer The two things I love most Are the ocean And for some reason Rap music <laughs> So These three hobbies of mine What
0: does that even mean? For some like, reason Like some
3: For some reason Because he's rap music, Is that what that like, means? Why, like why I, <laughs> I So These three hobbies of mine Somehow led me to meeting my partner Jarul yeah. <laughs> Together, we became friends and business partners. And
4: lovers. For us,
3: it was always a battle of pushing the limits. <laughs> Once we got flying lessons together, we got on these really bad 40-year-old planes and flew from New York to the Bahamas. This is so
2: romantic. Now, Not
3: really knowing the Bahamas well. Now, we, I'm sorry. Can you pause for a second?
0: <laughs> uh, say that I just was stranded on this island now. I'm out, you know, let's say yes. $2,000. <laughs> Why do I give a shit how he fucking met Ja Rule? Give me my fucking money. Seriously. (laughs) Romantic Uh,
2: tales of him and his friend. Holy shit, are you
3: writing your fucking memoir? Get the fuck out (laughs) of here. Together. Oh, so we flew on one of those really bad 40-year-old planes and flew from New York to the Bahamas, not really knowing the Bahamas very well, ran out of gas and landed in the Exumas. And both of us immediately fell in love. With each other or with the island? Both. With the Because I- well.
2: <laughs> this really does sound like a, a wedding down, website, yeah. and they're explaining how they got together, and now we have to put in money for a GoFundMe so they could go back to that island <laughs> or something.
3: We started this website and launched a festival marketing campaign. <laughs> Dude, it's very mincy. I like that. They're Our pro- festival became a real <laughs> thing and took on a life of its own. Our next step was to book the talent and actually make the music festival. Talent. We went out excited, and that's when a lot of reality and roadblocks hit. The Exumas didn't have a really great infrastructure. There wasn't a way to get guests here. (laughs) We were a little bit ambitious. Can you imagine Uh. reading this right now? The Exumas didn't have a good infrastructure, but we said, screw it, it's so beautiful. Let's be legends. (laughs) We're going to be legends, man. Art doesn't wa- doesn't wait for infrastructure. Here's th- this line. <laughs> if I was on the island, I would punch the screen.
2: Why would you still be on the island? Are you, work. Work. you uh, this uh, as
3: this was happening? Uh, there wa- there wasn't water or sewage. It's almost like we tried to we tried building a city out of nothing and it took almost all of our personnel personal resources mm-hmm. to make this happen and everything we had to make this festival go on. We thought we were ready to build two different festival sites. This was like, you know, on the fl- uh, the episode of The Simpsons where Ned Flanders has his breakdown and they go to his parents yes. and it's like, we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The morning of the festival, a bad storm came in and took down half of our tents and busted water pipes. Mm-hmm. Guests started to arrive and the most basic functions we take for granted in the U.S., we realized we wow, we can't do this. But also he's giving us
2: excuses from the morning before when weeks before they knew they didn't have the money right. to exactly. do. Exactly. Right. Well So the morning yeah. before is completely irrelevant.
0: Everyone involved in this who is a somewhat competent professional bailed the fuck yeah. out, like because the, they were like, "This isn't yeah. happening." The caterer, Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, who was <laughs> the other one? The uh, there was another person you just said earlier. Oh the yeah, talent.
3: the the talent organizer, the talent yeah. organizer. There you go. Through three three
0: entities that saw this coming. More well, than what she the said
3: world. was like after they had that budget meeting, right? There was a they were like, "Oh no, we have the budgets approved. We should be fine." But then, right. like a third of the staff got fired mm-hmm. and sent home. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, you, we like you, so you're not going to get fired, okay. but we can only pay you two-thirds of what we promised to pay you. <laughs> mm. She sure, was like, you not? know what? I'm going to this home. sandwich. Yeah, this is this, <laughs> is this is done. Yeah. <laughs> this cheese sandwich. There and, was an
4: abundance of sandwiches. So he
3: had the audacity to say, we were over- overwhelmed and just didn't have the foresight to solve all these problems. Yes, you did! <laughs> Yeah. We made sure all guests got a place to stay and had a really long conversation overnight last night. And after everyone was housed, about what to do next, and realized we couldn't risk these safety challenges, they finally realized it. And and this is bullshit that they made sure all the guests got a place to stay because everyone was complaining there was nowhere. Well, the island itself
2: counts like a is a place. <laughs> Just figure it out. I'd like hang out under a tree. That's a, your place to stay. Technically,
4: yeah. Legally, I think they could get away with that. covered. Isn't a tree considered a luxury tent? Yeah. Take that, Rob. Oh, yeah.
3: So he goes, we thought, we, thought we, were, we were making time frames that were correct. We were a little oh. naive in thinking for the first time we could do this ourselves. Next year, we'll definitely start earlier. <laughs> oh,
2: next year. Oh, next the year. reality
3: is we weren't experienced enough to keep up. This was something they knew two months before. Right.
0: Uh, uh, oh, well.
3: Everyone who wants to go home is being sent home tonight, implying that there's anybody that still yeah, wants who to wants stay to on stay? this fucking Yeah, there's no nightmare. show happening at this point. Yeah. Some of the guests uh. who are staying in private homes, we're asking them to stay longer if they can.
8: For what? We're going to make
3: every measure to make this right for everybody now and make this right for everybody next year on a larger scale. Next, next like, year.
2: What's what would be the point of staying longer now? There's no ban- nothing's happening there. Why?
3: Well, it's for all what? the all the great scenery. It's a yeah, very right? beautiful island. See, See him here's in general, the best we'll take part. Down, here's sure. the best part in retrospect. Oh god. There will be makeup dates May 2018 in the US <laughs> free for everyone who signed up for this sure. festival. I'll be right so, there. Now you have to fly to wherever this Ooh, is. Regardless of what, they're like, let's be legends, man. When they were warned they should just push it over, they're like, nah, let's do it. And they still had to have a, a claim they're pushing it over. By the way, since this came out, they said it's been delayed indefinitely. <laughs> <of course. laughs> they said they'll donate $1.50 per ticket to the uh, Bahamian Red Cross. Oh, I'm sense. sure because the Red Cross is the one that had to come in and right. fucking save everybody. <laughs> they had to pay back what they owed them. The government was the ones that had to fix it. You know right. like it's like the the festival owners, they didn't have shit to do for these people, so they're the country's Red Cross, which was already—can you imagine how limited? Like this is, oh my god, relief for like refugees yeah. and, and like whatever. for or whatever like you know, like stores and stuff. For yeah, 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 this is disaster relief for fucking millennials.
0: Now, what yeah. did I uh, what did I read where they were like shoving people
3: into rooms and locking the door and they couldn't get out? Was that accurate? I think there was stories like that in airport at the airport because oh, okay. people were lined. They mm-hmm. wanted to get the fuck out, and so they kept shuffling them around mm-hmm. and locked them in. Uh, people were locked. So the first wave of people mm-hmm. that wanted to get off the island went right. to the airport, okay. boarded a plane at 1.30 a.m., 1.30 a.m., and were locked in the plane on the tarmac Jeez. for six hours.
4: Oh. And that's probably and then like like told, a tiny plane because it's a small airport? Yes, and
3: then told to deplane. They didn't. What they had peanuts. Z board. <laughs> no, there was no food. Wow, they had no food. All the bread and cheese was used. It, it. was all gone.
0: <laughs> we gotta get the cheese off the
3: plane. Use that. <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> it was wow. a nightmare, and a lesson. What was the in-flight movie? Can we, <laughs> we know that? What 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 was that? Uh, ja rule movie on the bikes. The oh, uh oh, um, Biker Boys? No, Biker, no, not, was it Biker...
0: The one that had uh, the, the Ja Rule song with Metallica in it. That's from a movie. Yeah, I think Biker Boys. I think it is Biker oh Boys. Oh, my yeah.
3: God. With a Z. Well, of course, that goes with the well. saying.
0: am surprised it's the only thing spelled wrong. <laughs> if I told you in 1983, Metallica will be on the Biker Boys soundtrack with a prominent rapper... You just wouldn't believe me.
3: So let's strange. hear the trailer to Biker Boy. Let's just listen to it. Okay.
2: Kid Rock is in this movie. I can't
0: wait. This should be our next commentary.
2: Here ye,
6: here ye, gather round, black knights in town, and all you mere mortals Is this need the to clips? The song? What is this song? Yeah. If you
0: have never seen Smokes do his thing on a motorcycle, then you have never seen a brother on a motorcycle do his thing.
3: I'm calling this... you out.
7: Think you got enough heart Sorry. to race me?
3: Oh, yeah. I got enough heart to prove you ain't half the man you think you are. <laughs> so deep. You ain't got the heart to be king of Cali. That's I could oh, by looking time. in your eyes. <laughs> Look again. Yeah, I don't Excuse actually me. think What's he was like... in this movie. Ja Rule? Yeah, he wasn't. He's definitely on the soundtrack. Okay, but he's not in
2: the, the movies that he's in. The, I think what we were thinking about as far as movies, Half Past Dead Oh no! He's that he in a movie
0: with Steven Seagal, too. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. What
0: was yeah. that one? Uh, is, not, is it Exit Wounds?
2: Let's see. I'm not there yet.
0: Uh, well, Steven Seagal is definitely in Exit Wounds. I don't know about Ja Rule. Let's see. It was something called Furnace. That's
4: not he what I'm He was of. in a movie called I'm in Love with a Church Girl.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Half Past Dead is the oh, Half, Half Past yeah, Dead yeah. is the Steven Seagal movie
4: Okay,
0: okay. Well I know Steven Se- That movie Exit Wounds Is with a bunch of rappers Though right I think so But I think it's better Rappers than Ja Rule Okay Turn it up But not better actors Than Steven
2: Seagal Well Can't get everything you want Rob your lawns DMX Rob. is in Exit
3: Wounds This is the oh, yeah. Half okay. Past okay. Dead trailer
2: With Ja Rule And Tom Arnold Why are we torching
0: Our audience with this
1: Light,
0: Sorry, John <laughs> it's so serious. How much did they pay that guy?
7: I'm a kick yo. Until
0: I'm a kick night. yo, but we can't you say A's, because it's a trailer.
7: Mm-hmm. Special Agent <laughs> Williams, FBI.
3: It's a nice night to die. <laughs> I actually never saw this. Now, they're serving hard time.
6: Welcome
7: my There's island in the most <laughs> awesome prison in the country the new alcatraz
3: <laughs> what are you packing this
2: ooh, is this like tango I'm and cash but
3: a remake like Sorry, this I'm seems like man. what did you just and
0: slap him with his big big oh wait you have He's to
3: hear this this joke
0: what are you packing this in the the country, cock slap him what are you packing this
6: you want to play rough
0: Sorry, I'm not into men. Of oh, God, Sing, ha ha, gay joke, ha ha. Hey, get out of there! Isn't hilarious. It's dealing with the guys who just broke in.
7: It's party, boys.
0: <sighs> what? What did we just see? That was like, just a gay joke. Like it was the whole joke was like, like y- gay people suck or something. It was like we, we were just talking about this. I don't remember. I don't remember. And we either. talked about Rob's it old there. live
3: journal page? Oh come on!
2: No, he, so was, he was definitely
0: hetero in that one. He was. <laughs> was, he, he, was so he was very much after Noah in the live <laughs> <laughs> journal.
3: One of the cell houses was compromised. How many hostages? I've got ten.
0: Why are you doing this? I'm
5: gonna dig up two hundred million dollars worth of U.S. gold brick,
3: taking all the retirement.
4: What's your cause? My
3: cause is me. See, I'm sociopathic. It means I can kill everybody in this room. Needs more I jaw. Going boy, over. we boy,
2: got a problem. job.
0: Another game
3: right, job. you get, killed or you get dreams, This looks so bad. Friend this, this.
2: Wow. You think?
0: Is there a Roger Ebert review of this?
2: Oh, anyway. Poor guy. <laughs> This is what killed him.
0: This summer. Waste ninety minutes of your life. Uh,
3: There was another video that's a great awful (laughs) (laughs) movie. Half Past
0: Dead, directed by
3: Irving Schleinman.
2: Who is the director of that? Is it Steven Seagal? McG. Oh my God! Uh, I I feel like at that point he was too big.
3: Written and directed by Don Michael Paul. Okay. Written and directed by Don, Paul, Michael, Paul.
2: So those are the three different directors that they had that each quit. So, like, we'll just use each of their first names. Yeah, it'll
0: we'll sound like one guy: Don, Michael, and Paul.
2: He also wrote it. Who? Would...
3: Here's the. Which one, Don,
0: Michael, or Paul, wrote it?
3: <laughs> Here's the uh, Roger Ebert review. Oh God! It's great. Half Past Dead is like an alarm that goes off while nobody is in the room. It <laughs> it does its job and stops, and nobody cares. <laughs> goes through the motions of an action thriller, but there's a deadness at its center. A feeling that no one connected with it loved what they were doing. No shit. There are moments to be sure when Ja Rule and Morris Chestnut seem to hear the music, but they're dancing by themselves.
0: <sighs> Wait, no, he doesn't like men, Rob. <laughs> okay, so here's
2: what, what this uh, director did after Half Past Dead. Half Past Dead was his first feature. Oh, wow. After that, in 2006, he did The Garden. Okay. No idea. 2007, he did Who's Your Caddy? Oh, great film. Then he, did, then he did a run of sequels, basically. He did Lake Placid, The Final Chapter. Did he, he do did, How High? Who directed no, How no, High? No. He did Taken, The Search for Sophie Parker. He uh, did Jarhead 2. For fuck's he sake. did Sniper Legacy. He did Tremors 5. <laughs> uh. He did Kindergarten Cop 2. Did you even know that I was did. a thing? That's with
0: Dolph Lundgren.
2: Oh, my God. Yep. So yeah, and he's got two up it's- he's got Tremor Six coming up, so be on the lookout.
0: <laughs> kindergarten Cop Two is the exact same movie as Kindergarten Cop One with Dolph Lundgren rather than uh, Arnold oh. Schwarzenegger.
2: That's sad. Same every er, everyone else in the cast is the same though. Same. No, no. <laughs> what <When> a kindergarten <laughs> filled with twenty five year
0: yeah. olds. It does not told all.
2: And what was that <laughs> actress's name?
0: Oh, the female uh,
2: lead. Oh, fuck. Looked like a librarian, but somehow was the female lead in the Schwarzenegger movie.
0: With a J is in my head. I'm trying to look it up, Felice. It's bothering me. Her name was Don Michael Paul. (laughs) Those are the three actresses that uh, all quit
2: Pamela Reed. Oh, and Penelope Ann Miller. I I was thinking of Pamela Reed.
0: Okay, I was wrong. (laughs) Pamela Ann Reed this summer in a film by. Don, Michael, Ja Rule, Paul, Smith.
2: I wonder if that's who the investor was <laughs> who wrote that statement. It was it Don, Michael, Paul?
0: Don, Michael, Vincent, and Paul.
2: And Mary and Peter. And Mary.
4: <laughs>
0: and Noah, Noah, Avior.
2: And three guys, a girl, and a pizza place.
0: This summer, Rob Pazbainy is...
2: John, Paul, George, and Ringo.
0: As the Marine Six. <laughs>
2: Straight to, <laughs> Straight to video.
0: Straight to Cracker Jack Flipbook.
2: It's streaming on GearGods.net.
0: Streaming on GearGods.net.
2: Is, is it .net or .com?
0: It is net. Soundtrack oh. featuring Chromio.
2: <laughs> no. I'm out. That's it. One too many.
0: Push a T. Mm-hmm. Blink 182. Oh.
2: Justice.
4: Justice. <laughs> you still listen to Justice?
0: LF. Yeah,
2: How do great. they not book future islands to play on an island? Yeah.
0: Maybe a few stradons didn't want Justice, to do with this. Justice Mustaine.
4: <laughs> oh,
2: no.
3: <laughs> LFO.
2: <laughs> Did somebody for that group die? Did they? I don't know. Really? Or maybe that was one of those. I don't
0: know. We are way off on a tangent. Boy Zone. <laughs> Holy shit.
2: Oh, that's what Noah calls her bedroom.
0: Tyga. The Boy
2: Zone. The boy zone. No, isn't there a boy band called Boy zone? Sure, but you also call your bedroom that just for fun. Sure. Kaya. Oh. Featuring
0: the lead single, My Neck, My Back.
2: She's the one that hasn't left the island because it's the only- <laughs> like She lives she, there. Yeah. It's like, no, this is this is warmer than the ghettos of Philly. I'm just I'm staying here.
0: What if they just rounded up every island person to do a concert? Like the way they did with the cheese sandwich, they just made the music- Well, whoever's on hand, that's yeah. who. Queen of Vagina is probably Oh, there.
2: my God.
4: <laughs> She's
0: probably in one of the huts living
2: Maybe there. Maybe that's why everybody bailed. They got off the plate and she was there to <laughs> greet them and they were like, No. This is not happening. She's no making track. them
4: lick her neck and her back. Oh. And then her pussy and her crack. Oh. Has Queen of Vagina put out any new
2: songs? We haven't played any of her.
4: Aww.
0: Apparently she's Nigerian, by the way. She lives there? or Oh, I don't know that, but her, that's her ancestry. Okay. You want me to look at her vagina. Queen of Vagina. Real Queen of Vagina. Uh, it's the f- the newest song is one we played already. There. So, G- Judas don't fuck my pussy tonight. Song.
4: Oh. Art takes a long time to create. Yeah, to she's And
0: all of her songs uh, have "song" at the end. Don't Judas don't fuck my pussy tonight. Song.
4: Well,
2: because sometimes she probably posts like
0: rants. Oh, okay. Or
4: something, or commentary, or maybe tracks. for like to to get people who are searching for songs.
0: Oh, like here's them. one I didn't hear before. Uh, whip My Vagina Hair on Your Dick song. Oh. Should we try it? Is that sort of like when
2: that guy wanted to put his butt hair or like to make the grill marks? The grill marks it's on that his that sort of like, oh my God, is Queen of Vagina Dorinsky guy?
0: Wow, well, you never know, right? <laughs> She's very He's talented. He's taking a uh, new life. <laughs> here's Whip My Vagina Hair on Your Dick song. <laughs> oh, Catchy. Needs a new like angle. Yeah. Just put a twist on it. You still sing about your vagina? Just
4: It's called something else. Twat.
0: Just go with twat. Twat, 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 twat.
4: Or coin purse.
0: What? Coin purse, coin purse, coin purse, go, coin purse. Put your dicky in my coin purse. That's a drop now. What am I doing? Okay, there's not much here. I feel like her early stuff is much better. Yeah, it's just yeah. derivative. Sell out. Oh, here's one. I definitely didn't see this. My fish odor vagina has polluted the air.
2: What's the name of the landlord on Bob's Burgers? Mr. Fish, fish Odor.
0: Fish Odor, yeah. Should we play this it's and then we'll get back to Yeah.
6: Oh, it's a deep club Black. track.
0: Like house. Yeah. She changed her outfit for this one. Fish sticks?
5: Or fish
2: stinks? Things. Fish dicks?
0: Or fish things? Oh, fish things. Fish things. Yeah. No, I think it's fish stinks. I say stinks.
4: Yeah. I hear fish stains.
0: I hear fish things. It's like Shlomo talking. You yeah. make up whatever you want. Here's the chorus lyrics. Uh, clean your pussy, wash your pussy. Clean your anus, wash your anus. Clean your dicky, wash your dicky. Pussy smelling good always. Penis smelling fresh and nice. I don't know when this chorus ever gets yeah.
6: no?
2: here. catch. This is maybe the most commercial track she's done. Yeah. Yeah. This is the crossover hit.
0: I feel like this can be like a uh, woman's uh, personal hygiene yeah, commercial. Yeah, like,
4: like a Vagisil yeah.
0: soundtrack. Like, like there's women running around in a field or like going to work, you know, confidently. Or like a lady looks very self conscious as she walks
2: through an aquarium.
0: Oh, fistings, fistings! Like,
2: wait, is that the Travers? is that me?
0: Yeah, that's the before.
2: And then she runs to the supermarket to get right. some.
0: And then this too. music comes on. Yeah queen of vagina sings
2: maybe she's the one she's the clerk at the cvs that helps
0: the concerned woman
8: <laughs> she
2: like, starts singing at her and hands her like the yeah soup. no she's,
0: she's got yeah. her little cvs robe on and then she just she opens everything and she starts dancing on the, yes. on the
3: register
6: yeah. on the yeah. All right,
3: this. so this queen of vagina reminded me of last week we were talking about chuck berry oh right oh. We had a great conversation about Chuck Berry. Chuck
0: Berry uh, pissing and
3: farting on hookers. Yes. And uh, uh, a listener of ours actually sent me an email with the story about Chuck Berry. Is that right? I'd like to read it right now. It says, Chris from St. Louis here. I was unable to get the voicemail working, but I figured an email was better than nothing. (laughs) (laughs) First off, thanks for doing the show. You guys are funny and make my overnight factory job a little more tolerable. Oh, nice. Well, that's awesome. Also, I just want to say Rob is clearly the funniest member of the live cat. Oh, no, that's, that's just not me.
4: in there. That's, that's me. not in there. Bitch.
3: That's it. OK, the rest of this is true. Uh, I have a slight correction on your guy's statement from the last show. Please. Chuck Berry was actually filming girls in the bathroom of his former restaurant, which oh. has since closed. That sounds right. That's okay. right. He goes. I really wanted to email you guys because of the story my friend told me recently. This is what he said. He said, in high school, we were friends with a girl named Ramona, whose grandma dated Chuck Berry. Wow. The following story went around our school, and Ramona and her family would get questions asked about it and begrudgingly had to explain. Mm-hmm. Her grandma.
4: <clears throat> Grandmama? Oh, there's that S. A babachka? Oh.
3: Her grandma dated Chuck Berry until he fought it in her face. No, sorry. Her grandma dated Chuck Berry until Chuck wanted Ramona to eat his shit. What? Uh. And she got the fuck out of it.
4: I believe it, based it on his. Chuck
3: name. Dingleberry. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> In St. Louis, Chuck is seen as equal parts sick fuck and rock and roll legend. Sure. Now all we have is John Hamm.
2: Oh. That's pretty good.
3: Yeah. Do yeah, you have also good... have
2: Paul Rudd?
3: Oh, please stop!
0: Wait, uh, we just got a uh, we just got a text. Someone, John Ham asked someone to eat his
3: own vomit. Oh,
4: oh.
3: still better than shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. If I force at gunpoint to pick one,
4: but vomit has stomach acid so that would tear through your throat if you i think someone's.
0: i think human waste is worse i yeah. think shit is yeah worse. with the it's
4: vomit it's
3: acid, some of it could knows. be not fully digested yet yeah, like it, it might still be the like food. a piece of like, yeah.
2: vegetable shit. in there like a broccoli floret
3: again it's like look yeah. if we're neither one is
0: nice yeah I we shit, don't want to do it can really fuck you up like it, it, getting shit in your mouth or like that can, it has bacteria you can get hepatitis.
4: you're right yeah. So um,
0: the metal injection live cast, would you prefer to eat shit or vomit? This is our topic for today.
3: <laughs> Holy fuck. So we also got a voicemail. Uh-huh.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, there on the Mothership, the Metal and Livecast, live cast, if you will. This is the American Dream Does It Rose coming to you live and in living color. Living on line, the Mo Baby talking to you, Dorinsky. Now last week on the show, I heard the nefarious Macho man ran a seven. She call in and think what he going to do to you, Dorinsky. Now, listen, Dorinsky. Let me, let the, the American Dream Dusty Road talk lives to you now and tell you something. Oh, thank that you. That the blue-eyed son of a plumber is coming to check your plumbing, baby. That's <laughs> right. American Dream is coming to give you hard times, is Hard times in your butthole, baby. That's right. And we going to get funky like a monkey, baby. Wow. That's right.
0: Me getting... Now listen. sorry. Tyler Blanchard, you neck too, baby. Sorry. sorry, Dusty, I interrupted you. How is wow. me getting fucked in the ass, the new meme yeah. on this show? Yeah,
4: everybody wants to do it. <laughs> Only
0: wrestlers, though, and and Durinsky guy.
2: Was that Leroy? Was
0: that well, like Leroy? I will tell you, Dusty, what I told the <laughs> Macho Man. I am a happily married man, but I'm very flattered. Uh, you're one of my idols, and thank you. I cannot let you fuck me in the ass. But thank you. It's very, very flattering. What
2: if you brought Sapphire with him and you did a little mm, swapping? No.
0: Very happily married.
3: Not I don't anymore. understand why all of these dead wrestlers have a boner for Dorinsky. I guess I'm maybe Dorinsky guy has told him about
0: yeah,
4: it. Yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> up there telling stories.
0: Jeez. Well, he's talking out of school then because I did not. I never returned his advances.
3: Would you say Dorinsky guy is talking out of his ass? He was talking out of his ass, yes. And he's clearly a bottom anyway.
2: Well, yeah, that's if he wants to accept you into him. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: all. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes, <laughs> shoot me!
3: Oh, so, God. I'm talking to uh, Newstead's publicist, by the way. And uh, oh.
4: yes, what's the update? She's
3: having trouble getting a hold of him. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, I'd like to think that he actually decided to tune in. To the beginning of the show, is- and uh-huh. as soon as he heard all of our uh, Israeli jokes, was like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> you sure wasn't there, him eating shit? Uh, hearing anybody <laughs>
0: <eating, laughs> yeah, talking Chuck about Bary shit? Chuck Berry
3: eating shit? Maybe that probably. He fucking vomiting away. in mouths. But we'll, we'll we'll find out one day. Uh, hopefully, we'll get him on before He's not the end. Dead of the show. is he? He's, I this hope is the no. live
2: cast curse and it's no. Well, don't they
3: have to talk to us first? I don't know
2: this. I don't. Peter Steele never talked to us. This well, we'll find. Oh, out. Oh
4: yeah, someone in the chat just said. Livecast curse? If
0: not, I can uh, always, you know. Say <laughs> now, we said. Uh um jaw might know jason news i think jason is was out of the band already by then uh, wasn't he when they yeah it was that? during saint anger yeah. oh really anger. no it wasn't during
3: saint anger or it was the, it was during while they were recording i feel right. like robert Trujillo was already in the band
0: i think it was oh. when they were short one guy i don't know if true oh was okay actually. yeah well okay well it was mean, during like around it was, it is wasn't it possible? saint anger
3: wasn't the saint anger leftovers this music the the Vocal, no. I thought it was like around, oh, was it? Maybe.
0: I, maybe I th- I'm yeah. wrong. I it's
2: before. Maybe I'm I wrong. I think it's more like Reload era.
0: Well, it was like when I Disappear came out. It oh, was yeah. around there. I think it was 2002 is it, or three that that song
2: came is out. Is it possible that this is the reason Newstead left the band?
0: <gasps> I would love that. He's like, we can Ja Rule. That's well, it. We can just ask him when he calls in. Did yep. you leave because of Ja Rule collaboration? Yeah. I, think, I feel like a lot of people, I, like, whatever has come up off the air with people, they don't believe me that Ja that Rule get, was not well, very.
3: Yeah, pro- <laughs> well,
0: it wasn't a very prominent thing.
3: Right. Uh, I, can't I feel like if we, we have new
0: it, listeners, though. they might think we're joking about
3: this. So why don't you explain it? Uh, what's there to explain? There's a soundtrack, and Ja Rule did a song with Metallica. Oh, no, it wasn't originally on a soundtrack. Now, it was on a Swizz Beats
0: so oh, wow. you're
3: right. You're right. But it was used in biker voice.
0: Yes. <laughs> we are ready to rock this. We're
2: ready to rock this. Maybe, well, here, maybe this is what's going on. Newstead left Metallica mm-hmm. because they were going to work with Ja Rule. And then you t- tuned into the beginning of this show, and we were talking about Ja Rule, and that same fight or flight instinct kicked in. And he's like, I'm not doing this interview, it's Ja Rule again. I'm not. Wow,
0: that might have been it.
7: That
2: makes a lot of Thanks sense. Thanks a lot, Ja. You fucked us again. Um, God can we damn
0: it. He's got nothing left.
2: Take a number. Uh, 2002,
5: 2002 is when this came out. Okay.
0: Right?
3: Can we get to the the James Hetfield part? I don't know. Can we actually make it that? It's tough. Touch a
6: broom
0: and you give
2: it up? More than
0: nails. Nothing to do with the song at any other point. He's talking about...
4: Well, I could I could have sworn I heard Ja Rule say no more with the broom. So maybe he's talking about being abused. Oh uh, man. Yeah, that
0: could be. And then no, never more your whipping boy. Yeah. So you say someone was beating Ja Rule with a broom. And then James Hetfield and he's comes. He sang about it. And so then
4: j- James Hetfield came and sang <laughs> so about so it. So
0: James Hetfield rushes to his side and says never more your whipping boy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> never more your whipping boy. <laughs>
0: Sound that good? Ah. More than this. Yeah, that was when his his voice was starting to sound like shit. It recovered a lot.
4: Yeah.
0: Death Magnetic. It sounds very good. And uh, this last time, it sounds great. Two, one, three. Wide nut. Yes, that's the number. If you're Jason (laughs) Newstead,
2: call in. (laughs) Please.
0: Yeah. Well, no, listen. I'm not going to sit here and beg or anything.
3: Uh, It
2: happens, you know, Schedule. Should we protest his art show if he doesn't call in?
3: Like show up and...
2: Just outside with like picket signs. No. Say like the live cast never forgets. Oh. Stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, you did it to us and it wasn't nice. All very good signs. Thank you. Some of these signs might, have, might be two right. placards
0: cool. put together. I'm making a sign that says "No Dean, No Jeans, Dean."
2: <laughs> <laughs> heel with the picture of a he- high heel shoe.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, I already have those. We oh, don't have that to make is them. Perfect. Oh, oh. Let's recycle them. It's what a coincidence. a coincidence! Let's just bring those wrestling signs oh, to the art the, show. I flip for Callisto. <laughs> Callisto.
3: Uh, see, speaking of wrestling, uh, earlier this week. A movie was greenlit that would be the story of Vince McMahon. Oh. And it's gotten the approval of Vince McMahon. He sold his movie life rights, the life rights to his movie.
2: To John Paul, Paul Johns? <laughs> that same That's the same director? who's the director of
3: this Jarrell movie. <laughs>
0: this Christmas.
3: So the story originally said that the original version of the script was too raunchy and that they were worried they would get sued because of how explicit it, it By was. By who? By Vince McMahon. Even though he approved it. He wasn't initially on oh. board. He was. Someone just wrote it and started okay. shopping it around. And while people liked it, they were like, "Oh, there's no way, yeah. you know, we won't get sued for it. this is too crazy." So now he's on board, and there's going to be a rewrite. So, anyway, I got my hands on the script.
4: How mm. did you do that? Yeah, Can right.
3: Connect. I know people, people who know people. I know people who know people. That's right.
4: Vince McMahon is going to like hire a hitman to come after you.
3: I mean, I'm not the only one who had the script. There are people posting screenshots of it. Okay. It is. Oh, so
4: those are the people, you know,
3: it is nuts. <laughs> That's not the people who I got it from. Uh, it's pretty nuts. And uh, there's a lot of Coke usage in the movie. Of course. Like Hulk Hogan and uh, Vincent. There is a, an allusion to, they allude to, not an illusion. Is that right? Though? Is illusion. Use your illusion, Rob. Yeah, an illusion to Actually, really, you know, to the rumored, right. the the rumored v- macho man Stephanie
4: thing. Mm-hmm. What's that?
3: Well, there's a rumor that the reason that the macho man wasn't ever inducted into the Hall of Fame or ever welcomed back when he was alive, yeah. was because him and Stephanie, like something happened between them sexually. Oh, when there's she was been, 16. That would yeah, when she was underage. Yeah, but there was no proof of that. Right. No, no proof of that. And nobody with direct knowledge of them ever. Like nobody ever said, I've, I saw something. It's just like a rumor that's gone around, you know? So it's completely unconfirmed. So in this movie, there's a scene where Vince and Linda McMahon uh, are talking about their children, like about how uh, Shane got disqualified from a wrestling meet. Cause he tried like a pile driver and uh, and then uh, he was like, oh, well, I always thought Stephanie had a, a head for the business. She's like, oh, Stephanie, she she just has like an innocent crush. She has Macho Man posters on her on her wall and blah, blah, blah. And then later on in the movie, Vince does something like Hayes Macho Man. And he's like, I would never do such a thing to her. <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't know what's going uh, on there. Okay. But so that was weird. Also, there's a scene where Linda McMahon, when, before Vince McMahon makes it, Linda McMahon works as a hostess at a strip club. Uh, and so and now
4: she's the administrator of small business. Yeah, right? at the White House. Yeah. So uh,
3: she's kind of written as like the most conniving of all of them. She's like she was written like really. So first. So she tells him at the nudie bar when he comes to visit her all dejected that she's pregnant with their first child. And he hops over the bar, pulls her to a side, and is like, no mother of my child's going to work at a nudie bar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves the, they leave the establishment. The bouncer's like, hey, you can't take her out of here. She has to finish her shift. And Vince McMahon then beats up the bouncer oh. and puts the other bouncer in a sleeper <laughs> and yeah, then okay. linda mcmahon is so turned on by this that the implication is that she throws him into the alley and they have sex wow this is like one of the opening scenes in the movie <laughs> this movie needs to get made <laughs> did I, Vince oh. write this himself no but it's don, very Paul, flattering to his don Paul,
2: michael
0: yeah, mcmahon exactly.
2: it's, like,
3: it look, it's like a movie that somebody who's watched like a lot of scarface and yeah. blow and like movies like that and then tried to Make it a wrestling movie.
0: I also want to point out, uh, Stephanie McMahon is an anagram for The Macho Man Penis.
3: <gasps> really? Yes.
0: 100% true.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? D- try
3: it yourself at home. You will see. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> the truth is out there, folks. Wow. Area code 801. You're on the Metal Injection Live cast. Hey, guys. This is
7: Jonathan. How y'all doing?
3: Pretty good, Jonathan. How are you enjoying your Sunday, a special Sunday edition of the live cast?
7: Oh, it's good. I just unfortunately I had too much shit going on earlier and I couldn't tune in till now, so I was hoping I didn't miss Jason. You but didn't. I bet I did. You no, did not.
0: You didn't. He didn't call in yet.
7: Oh.
3: We might oh. have to reschedule.
0: Okay. It's good news All for right. you, but bad news for everybody else.
7: Ah, okay. All right. Well, I was just gonna ask a question and express some thanks. But I can pretend to be Jason. Really Newstead, if you like.
3: Well, if you have a question, you what's can it, ask man, us.
7: Jason? <laughs>
3: well, you can ask us to ask yeah, him a question.
7: Um, like a, yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I'd appreciate it. I, I, just gonna ask. Well, I was gonna ask. You know what's cooking? You know when are we gonna hear something from him again? I yeah. loved his uh the last his heavy metal album that he put out. Mm-hmm. It was great. I'm not I'd love to hear that. something new from him.
3: Uh, well, actually, uh, I posted about it uh, earlier this week or yeah. last week. He gave it up that he's, he's not really doing music anymore. Mm. It's not affordable to be oh. in a band, so he's not really doing really?
4: it. Really? He lost yeah. out on a lot of money planning all of those stud tours and stuff. Yeah, like I thought that.
0: you were going to say he, he helped plan the Fire Festival.
4: Oh, no.
3: No, he had nothing to do
0: with I the help. He was Fyre.
4: smart not. enough not to be a part of that. Okay, good.
3: Well, there you have it.
4: Yeah. So there's that.
7: All right, well. Sorry, I missed that. But uh, thank you
0: for telling. Me. You missed what? Did you what? Miss? He didn't
4: call in. No, he missed the article. Oh. 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 It's I
0: okay. Yeah. No. No. Yeah.
4: It's okay. I'm sure Lamb wrote about it too. How oh, <laughs> oh, dare you? <laughs> no. I would like <laughs>
0: to know what Jason <laughs> Newsted's <laughs> influences are as a musician. No, you don't. No.
2: <laughs> I like to know if that one time that I saw them at Lollapalooza, if he, he remembers it? that.
3: I like to know when he's yeah. going to rejoin
1: Metallica. At
3: I would like to know if he ever
0: uh, requested (laughs) to shat in a a woman's (laughs) mouth.
7: (laughs) Why not? Like Chuck Dingleberry. Yeah. Did he ever give the Chuck Berry treatment to anybody?
0: (laughs) Which treatment? He's all over the map with pissing and farting on
3: people.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All
3: all week, I was laughing about, like, (laughs) I can't kiss you. You got piss
0: all over yeah, your face But you know what you're, really? du- you're even cleaning it up it was so vi- like so nasty like first of what he does is, is nasty enough Then and he then pisses then on her face it just makes it so much worse he's like i can't kiss you baby you got piss yeah. all over yeah you. you're disgusting how yeah, dare you, you you fucking pissed on her you fuck <laughs> what is that to it? me is worse than the pissing the to me dad. two consenting adults if you want to piss but this poor woman, you know. Like, well, for, I
2: feel like it was a whole role play. Thing. I think didn't that's what she was yeah, really like, hoping for—a kiss. and was I, disappointed when he said, yeah, that. "Right, like no, no, he no." no. I, agree, yeah.
0: I agree. She doesn't really care if he kisses yeah. her, but the meanness—I feel like she but didn't sign off
3: for that.
2: I'd rather the meanness than the piss in my I face. I definitely, but I, she knew I, I the pissing was coming. Is well, my well, point? Like well,
3: the nerve of him to like call her the whore for, yeah. pissing, for having like, piss on her face. Like she brought the piss into the situation. Like she yeah. caused the piss. She
0: accepted it. It's though. like someone comes over to your house and takes a shit on your living room sofa and they say you got a dirty house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's but literally that. if he that. me,
2: if he met me beforehand and said, I'm going to pay you so I could take a shit on your sofa that say you have a dirty house, well, I'd be like, all right, well, how much? And then that's All right, what but <laughs> he didn't
3: include. How do you know? I feel like the meanness was just a pending. Well, on. Uh, the mean, if you just said, I'm going to pay you this much to piss on you. Right, and then he goes, oh, you're full of piss.
0: That'd be <laughs> disgusting. <laughs>
2: it's just a statement of a fact. You fucking
0: prick, you! Yeah? Fuck out of here. Back after this. <laughs> have a little fucking decency okay. when you piss on somebody. If piss on a whore.
3: If you're going to piss on a whore, at least piss yeah. her after, yeah, okay? Kind of,
0: you, know, you don't even have to fucking kiss her or nothing, boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't have to fucking rub it in.
3: Give her a little piss kiss.
0: <laughs> Just a
3: tap. Give, Give her a, her a piss kiss. kiss, Mons. Give her a what tap kiss. No, piss you
0: kiss. Mons, let me tell you something. I see all these people now. There's videos coming out on the YouTubes or whatever, and you guys are pissing on people, and they don't even like, kiss them? They don't even kiss them? OK, I mean, when I was a, when I was a young man, I mean, you know, you would piss on a whore. If you got to piss on a whore, you got to piss on a whore. You're going to get. I mean, it's just a gentlemanly thing to do. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Back after, but we're, we're going to talk about the offensive we, coordinator. We are Kansas now in, uh,
3: we are in our second hour of talking about <laughs> pissing on whores. So are we. By the
0: way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> our second episode of two hours. <laughs> <laughs> we might never get over this this might uh, just yeah. be the show for the rest of the time we do this
0: listen there's been plenty of other things we obsessed <laughs> on too just as bad they usually involve piss or shit <laughs> fucking aids babies if, if only <laughs> lou
2: reed, reed was hanging out with chuck berry at the time of that video like, in the corner <laughs> <laughs> screaming worship
3: look guys we should stop making fun of lulu okay lars ulrich said lou reed shit. took the criticism very hard who gives a fuck? He's dead. Who cares? He's not hearing this.
4: Well, the yeah. stress must have killed him.
3: Yeah, Lars said it was hard for him because he was so proud of that record. Mm-hmm. He felt we had some sort of spiritual connection with him, and he kept talking about that, how we were finally the right band to back him up, how he'd been looking for it for decades. He was in the
2: throes of dementia. Yeah, he's 84
3: he was- years old. Do you think anything he says seriously?
0: Do <laughs> you think a man who says this? you think that sounds like a rational man, a rational yeah. human being? Worship! Worship! Throw it away! He's a lovely man. Throw whoa, whoa, it away. <laughs> I can never get through that. <laughs> throw it away! Oh, throw oh, whoa, <laughs>
2: it away! It's like the frog from those WBs. Yeah. Yeah, the
0: see? It's Lou Reed, see? <laughs> <laughs> Craigs, Cat, and Minute Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see? Throw it away, see? Throw it away! Hey, Minute Mouse, minute come here. I want you to worship. 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 <laughs> Wearing a pamper and singing a metallic. All
7: right,
3: we're going to let you go. Thank you for your call, J-Dog. Bye, That's fine. Nice.
7: Thanks, guys. Throw On. it away.
3: <laughs> How
0: many Jason Newstead interviews did you miss? Zero. None. None. <laughs> well, he doesn't know that. He could have said one.
2: All right. It's almost—it's the same word.
4: We told him. <clears throat>
3: okay. You can throw that joke away. Throw
4: it away. What's that interview down there of you? Oh,
3: yeah. I interviewed the singer of Attila. Remember, we were like. What ju- was
4: that like?
3: Uh. Well, I thought it would be like a little more confrontational like the interview I had with the singer of Amur but uh, he was actually a nice guy and like smart guy like he knows what he's doing you know like it's all an act the the if you remember uh, we ju- he was selling his phone number You could pay 50 bucks yeah. a month to to do that and he actually talks about it he was, uh, he was like, like
2: giving inspiration and encouragement if you call him yeah well like here. he put up, guys?
3: the way he put a spin on it and I was like, all right, I, I get it. His name is Franz? Chris Franzak. Franz is his like, nickname. Franz and Franz. Entrepreneurs, right? It's $50 a month to get advice from you. So how does that work? Like, w- Is it like a, di- a weekly advice thing? Do you have a one-on-one call with them? And what kind of advice are people asking for?
8: So my website, franzak.com is like an entrepreneurial hub. I want to point out what
3: try- a good marketer he is. He, he knows the buzzwords. My website, fronzak.com. Yeah. yeah, no, no. He, he knows
4: what
8: he's doing. I try to update it as often as possible with videos and blogs that are kind of answering the general questions people have. Like, how do I start a band? How do I get my band signed? How do I go on tour? How do I start a clothing line? Um, how do I, whatever, you know, whatever it may be. And I try to be as broad as possible. How do I start and an then, entrepreneurial And um, anyone that hub. signs up to my website gets my personal yes, phone number so they can text Fair me comes. for more personal questions. So, FaceTime. Um, basically like whenever Deep i have downtime i try i at least every couple days or few days i try to get through text everyone back i hit people with voice messages um i, I try to get as personal as possible cuz everyone has their own like specific goals in life and stuff which is kind of why i wanted to do the whole phone number thing i think a lot of people took it as like oh look at this douchebag like he's selling his fucking phone number and it's like no, I'm not selling my phone number. I'm selling um, access to a website that mm. has a wealth of knowledge mm. on it. Like, really important and helpful knowledge. And um, the there phone number is just an added bonus. I was like, because, okay. You know, I've seen other people... And then people he talked about, like, all the... Where they he'd get, like, business pitches. And stuff. But what ask me for, like, $20,000, and that's it? I've had people sign up just to... Go back a stuff lot. but what happens if I have a question you know what do yeah. I do then well they can just contact me personally do your personal, support. Tech support, exactly. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. personal tech support exactly i'm I'm everyone's personal tech support I've had some people sign up to try to start a drug cartel with me I've had people sign mm-hmm. up to just go? ask me for he, like he turned it down he had someone sign up and try <laughs> to start fire festival just uh also he tried to, to pitch me on the gathering of the, of the juggalos going they're gonna like you Sorry,
3: they're pitching me. He's he trying to pitch me on the gathering of the juggalos, uh, what a great time they
8: had! Mm-hmm. I believe that he had a great time. Nuts! And when you play, they... hold on, let me go back a little bit.
3: Music goes ooh, like the juggalos would respond well to it, and I, I don't mean that as a slight. I just mean because it's like very there's groove heavy, and again, I mean this as a compliment. It's like ignorant metal, like you, you just. There's no compliment, right? You're not trying to be artistic. You just want to party and like have a good time, and I feel like that translates well to to the. You want to get ignorant, right? That's like a phrase people use, right?
8: Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, when you put it that way, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, our music appeals to jugglos perfectly, basically. It was like the biggest, wildest, craziest party I've ever fucking been to. We have this huge crazy rider list just to see if we'll fucking get it one day. We fucking got it that day. They gave us all this shit, just overloaded us. We got two golf carts for the band to ride like through the festival and it was just nuts. And when you play, they throw fireworks on stage at you and like, alcohol and beer oh. bottles and shit no one gives a fuck but that means they like you that's what's oh. hard to understand like <laughs> i had to tell asking alexandria that like before they went on i was like look dudes they're gonna throw Kill shit." line well they already faced down they're the ultimate warrior here. so they're
0: all right <laughs>
8: <laughs> your fucking head if you're a bitch about it you say something or you you make a remark about it They're going to fucking kill you.
0: My training will prepare you for Juggalo Fest
8: to have beer bottles and fireworks thrown at your head. (laughs) Uh. Keep that shit going. They're going to like you. So that's pretty much how it was. We went up there. We ripped it. Got like fireworks thrown at our heads. It was so sick. So recently sick. a
3: couple was cr- so
8: sick this
0: is hard this is hard to believe but Juggalo fest can teach people a thing or two like fire festival how to
3: run a festival
0: <laughs> seems like
3: yeah they've been doing it successfully for like 12 yeah. 13 years and they have all the skish they throw yeah. all these
0: riders at these guys
3: yeah oh no everyone like anybody I've ever talked to or or read about who's played it mm-hmm. had like he said they said like they get the max of their guarantee. They get treated like kings, uh, even like wrestlers, because they also have wrestling. They're like, oh, they always treat us so well. And it kind of I feel it makes sense because they know people have these preconceived notions right. of what a shit fest that's going to be and the so they want to exceed yeah. expectations because they are professional
0: but like the thing the the, the the yin and the yang of it is like they can treat you all great all backstage but once you go out to the stage you're among the
3: people mm-hmm. you're going to get that, a
2: 40 ounce yeah. bottle in your face exactly
3: oh, if they like you
2: I feel bad what if these juggalos are very misunderstood and they actually <laughs> have great taste in music but <laughs> people, they're like throwing bottles at the shitty bands right. and the bands are like oh that means they love yeah, us keep yeah. doing it the, the ultimate like, the misconception man why do they keep booking these horrible what do we have to do we spit at them we throw fireworks and bottles yeah. at their heads and sniper. they just come back sniper yeah. we need l- rifles next year
3: also this guy is a very successful uh i'm gonna feel like shit if someone gets shot oh uh, <laughs> don't
0: do that don't
2: do that unless yeah. it's a really shitty bit oh no! all right that's uh, <laughs> that
0: was sid talking my lawyer
3: will uh want this tape Franz has a very successful clothing ni- line as well. I went to interview him at one of their shows, and I showed up for this interview. The doors were at like 6. It was like 3.30. There was already a line forming, and one out of three people were wearing his clothing line. It was, jeez. Well,
4: ridiculous. I would like to point out that Rob, Stay is, sick. Rob is also a smart businessman because he is wearing his a shirt. That's in right. Interview.
3: And that actually brings me to my next point is uh, I bring up the robber shirt and I use it as a wonderful way to uh, plug uh, the robber shirt. So <laughs> I
8: think I'm at the moment. Um, my clothing line, because clothing line, yeah. <clears throat> yes, sick clothing, because you can't download clothes yet. So I'm doing doing good on that <sighs> your, aspect.
3: Your clothing line is doing really well. And I'm a budding <laughs> merch guy. got my shirt here. What advice would you give me to get more people to have my face
8: on their chest? Raba. okay so this is your shirt yeah all right let me feel this it looks Ooh. like your ink is coming out so i would try to I'm do a... well this is a more just that that was kind of the style it's like a little oh, uh... oh you want it to be distressed yeah, okay distressed <laughs> okay distressed tip. that little age look i would say uh i would say it looks good you know this is a nice uh one ink <laughs> shirt so it's probably i would just it. say um it's really all in the marketing, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like making sure you're marketing it to the right crowd and mm-hmm. utilizing social media as much as possible. I see, so I gotta
3: market it to. What would you say is the right crowd for my face <laughs> on their chest? Firefest.
8: Just anyone horny. Anyone super oh. horny that loves metal. Yeah, maybe. If you're
3: watching this and you're one of those horny people, metalinjection.net livecast. Rob might be button. hitting on you. He said anyone who's horny would like your. Oh, oh. and he does like the shirt. You're right. Oh wow. You get his number? <laughs> I don't have his number, no. Listen, I, oh, I'd have to pay fifty bucks for it. Oh yeah. I would like that can't be his real
0: private line, right? No, right.
3: it's his real number. No. no
2: he's got a second phone that he, he oh. has in a drawer that right. he checks once a week. He takes the no, phone he, out in response to the emails and then he puts it back yeah. in the drawer and comes back a week later. And nothing that wrong with bad. pretty good about it. That's fine. Otherwise his phones he's out like with his dog and his phone's blowing up he doesn't right. want that shit this guy's got a regular life to live he parties like a porn star
0: now speaking of shirts yes. hanging out with ja rule
2: he lives like a movie star he lives like a f- <laughs> <laughs> he lives like a porn star <laughs> 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 no he's got it all backwards oh, This oh okay
0: he fucks like a tv star <laughs> don michael vincent as attila <laughs> <laughs> I want
2: to s- Mons Attila uh, Mons. Mons Mons as Franz
0: in the Mons as Mike Francesa in the Mike Francesa stuff. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Rob, speaking of shirts, is wearing a Madonna shirt mm-hmm. with the style of Metallica and Justice for All. Mm-hmm. Now, it that says
3: "Justify My Love."
0: Was that actually sold on her tour? Or Is that like a parody shirt? No, it's a parody. Oh, it's okay.
3: an, a, a bootleg. I got you. would say, but it's a lovely bootleg. It shirt. is very nice. Well done. And these guys do really good parody shirts.
4: Uh, I think the person who wins T-shirt of the day is Darren, though. <laughs> oh, you
3: want to
0: read that? It's got a picture of a dreidel.
3: I have to say, uh, so it has a picture of a dreidel. It says, spin my dreidel in, bi- in large white text. And then in smaller, darker text, it says, and by dreidel, I mean cock. And by spin, I mean suck. Right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a picture of you two standing side
2: by side. We're going to post it on social media tomorrow and let the fans vote who's okay, got the better shirt. Okay, that's fine.
0: May the best shirt win. Yes. I actually, I might be biasing the voting, but I like Rob's shirt. I really like the Madonna.
3: I might be biasing the voting too, but I like my shirt. <laughs> yeah. I, like, so, I like the Madonna yeah. shirt a lot. Well, there you have it. I, I, I don't know. Like that shirt, I would feel a little self-conscious wearing it in public. Why? Because it says, suck my cock on it.
0: <laughs> well, n- not directly. It's like sort of around
3: the beach. Well, be yeah. So like if you're like online at the supermarket and there's somebody online <laughs> there and they you it know, have, a have time a to family. kill. I
2: yeah. did
0: actually have someone complain one time. What I worn this say? shirt about a dozen times. This ago. shirt? This yeah. I was at the Borgata. I was at playing poker yeah. at the Borgata. Of all places. Hotel and Casino. I got there a little early. I got there probably like four in the afternoon, which is not a very busy time. But there was like five tables going. And they put me at basically the blue uh, early bird special table. Okay. Where Everybody was yeah. like no younger than 65 and a lot of blue haired old ladies mm-hmm. And one of them was like, "Oh, you are Jewish?" She sees my, they dreidel, oh, no. and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." It says, "Spin my dreidel," you know. And I'm like, "Now I'm panicking." <laughs> oh, my God. Said, What's the rest of it say? I said, "It's oh, a dirty." God. There's dirty stuff on there, <laughs> so you don't want to. Well, why are you wearing it if it's dirty? And then a guy, and then a guy reads it to her at the table. Oh, He's an instigator. No. He's like, <laughs> "By dreidel, I mean, ca-. you know," he just spells it out <laughs> for, Oh. Ah! And she got all upset and then she didn't say another word the whole time. She didn't leave. She stayed there and played. Okay,
3: well that's not bad. Yeah, Who'd but she better? made it she who, made, an who issue. made more money.
0: What happened between you and her? She when you sit at those tables with old people, they don't they, they sit down there with like 80 bucks and they don't play? Mm. And when they it's just like sit
4: there and critique your outfit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, there was like a couple of like a couple of real poker players there, but it was mostly like old people and you don't get to like when it's dead like that, they don't let you pick another table. Like you gotta, they want to fill all the tables. So you got to kind of just mm-hmm. sit there until it fills up yeah. a little bit. So mm. I had no choice but to sit there and have my shirt be rated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 at at a casino, a at a gambling establishment. <laughs> Talking about your penis? What are you, Chuck Berry?
2: Maybe that was the (laughs) grandmother
3: one. Oh, I broke up with Chuck Berry for less.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for more, I
3: would say for more. Yeah, Yeah. he wanted to eat my shit. No, I think he wanted. Oh, (laughs) he wanted me to eat his shit
2: like it was locks on a bagel. And then he said he wouldn't even kiss me after.
8: I did it. I'm such a sucker. (laughs) What's wrong with me?
2: There's got to be, like, the, the country's got to be littered with old ladies who ate Chuck Berry's <laughs> shit and then got dumped by yeah. him. You're right. Like, I'm going to catch w- a rock star. I'm going to catch a rich rock star. All I have to do is eat a turd. Yeah. And then he was gone. For every
3: nine women that said no, yeah. Yeah. there's one woman out there that yep. said yes. Yeah. Or, like, even for every 99 women, yeah. Yeah. there had to be one. At and least Barry one. was huge. We should do
0: a, a bit like that, you know? Like He's- a documentary of all the women... <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's got 99 problems, but an uneaten turd ain't one.
0: Oh. <laughs> you think you have a shit in his hand and presented the shit and got rejected?
2: Do you, I I feel like he has too much self-respect to shit directly into his hand.
0: Oh, so
3: he just... Where would Maybe he do there it? was
2: like a platter. A plate? of like a silver I had to, platter. Like, that's,
3: the, that's the most narcissistic aspect of the whole thing uh-huh. is that he is above yeah. it himself.
4: I well, can't yeah, that's, kiss you, baby. dynamic. Yeah.
3: yeah. What if he shit
0: on a ch- uh, chubby checker record? <laughs> <A> 45. <laughs>
4: and then served it on that. <laughs>
2: that's a light shit that I would have thought the hold the full length.
0: Hey, baby, I'm going to shit on this record as some other artist is lesser than, inferior to me. And then made her play it on her record player <laughs> to fuck it all up.
2: That's, the, gonna, that's the ultimate i going to fuck spread. up my needle.
3: I don't care, baby. Baby, I'm fucking up more than your needle tonight. <laughs> I'm, Chuck, I'm Chuck Berry, baby.
2: Oh my God! No wonder Gene Simmons worshipped this guy. Uh, <laughs>
0: he told me everything I know about women. Yeah.
3: About everything about- I know about huh?
0: shitting on my uh, musical opponents' uh, records. <laughs> I can't get out of that Bernie Sanders uh, mode whenever I do. <laughs> it's this similar, but they're not exactly it's similar the same. enough. It's fine. I like
2: it. <laughs>
3: That's right, I, Gene Simmons, I'm in the top, 1%. We need
0: universal health care paid for by the government so that people who eat shit from rock stars will not get infections.
2: (laughs) Now it makes sense. Uh, I'll never look at Bernie Sanders' wife the same again. Oh.
0: (laughs) Bernie Bernie can't shit anymore. Come on, he's like 75. Probably once every three weeks he's popping out a nugget.
2: Oh. It's like you wring out a poppy seed bagel.
0: Honey, so. I pooped tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember that kids in the hall school? Yes, then. that's
2: exactly what I was thinking. And then the dog takes it.
0: I pooed! What does he say? He says, uh, It's a poo. It's a poo! It's a poo! They're
2: all very proud of Grandpa. Yep. And then the dog comes and takes the poo <laughs> and runs away with it. He's like, That's probably my last poo. That's oh. Chuck Perry,
0: let's check Perry's dog.
2: <laughs> oh my God. I was like, You got it trained well. <laughs> never kissed that dog. I kissed
3: you, dog. You got poo on you your You got poo on your snout.
2: Such <laughs> a sad dog. just wanted a kiss from his master.
3: This world we've created here.
2: <laughs>
3: Fucking Chuck Berry. So Perry. much joy out of Chuck Berry denying that uh. prostituting kiss. <laughs> <Just so>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got poo on your face, bitch. Uh. Well, good old Chuck. Bruno's cringing from here in this discussion. Bruno, it's okay. No one's going to shit on you.
4: Are you yeah. kidding me? Bruno goes up to other dogs' right. asses That's, and sniffs their poop. think of that. He wants to know what they had for lunch. <laughs> but who kisses them? That's the question. Those dogs never wrote roll over Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That's
8: the
3: Chuck Berry video. I just want to get to the part oh where he God, goes, I again. ain't kissing you.
2: Mm-hmm. I bet you do I do well, well, You really love me I really love you
0: Yeah Put your hands down On your thighs Take it Take it uh, He's pissing on it. it I really love you uh, Take my open piss It's oh, a huge
4: fart oh, I can't <laughs> believe That's real
6: I <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah. I don't know
4: how she doesn't start cracking up. I mean, I guess because she's getting peed on. Ugh, yeah, she's too, too worried,
0: worried about her. Not yeah. getting
3: the pee down her throat. That puts a damper you on your sense, you sense of you humor. Drink yeah. Clean your cell phone. Clean yourself off. Clean your cell phone. Oh. Clean yourself off. I know. <laughs> you drink piss? Yes, I don't you yeah. dare
0: piss on someone's cell phone. That's just a
3: lie. <laughs> Face okay. Here it
1: comes
3: Oh, he goes. Did I get piss in your eye? I'm sorry. He's not sorry.
4: Yeah, and then he takes the towel and just like wipes it even more in there. <laughs> yeah, the uh, we
0: have Push a we have a rebuttal video. I didn't mention this to you guys. Uh, someone that was very upset about the Chuck Berry oh. and sent us a video like responding. Let me just cue it up here.
3: Okay, I'm outside Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> this is where I live. I want to make this very fucking clear to everybody. If you live in this city and you are racist, move the fuck out. If you piss on people. I just saw something on the train that was so disgusting.
0: <laughs> <a> Somebody <laughs> walked old the- man with a guitar. Chuck Berry was pissing
3: on a woman on the train. It was disgusting.
2: I thought he was dead.
3: Alright, I think actually we, uh, we 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 made this work. Is this uh do we have Jason on the line? What's going on? Hey, what's
1: up? Uh, hello.
3: Hey, is this Jason Newstead?
1: It is. Who's this?
3: Oh, this is Rob <laughs> from the Metal Injection Live Cast. Thank you for uh, calling in. I'm glad we made this work. I'm
1: sorry, I'm late, man. Things are crazy. What's happening with
3: you? Uh just doing just doing a podcast. <laughs> Hanging out.
0: Just talking
4: All about right. current events. No big
3: deal. We spent a little too much time just now talking about chuck berry's uh sexual conquests and his <laughs> you know fet- weird fetishes for for sca- scatological are
1: your you kids just now getting around to those those tapes you guys just not getting around to that is that what's happening
3: uh yeah. well it, 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 just, it came up it just yeah. came back up uh you know <laughs> once he died but actually we never saw the tapes. Last week someone pointed it out to us and we were just we were watching oh, okay. yeah, we were watching it on the show and uh, there's a part in the tape. I don't know if you've seen it, but you know, he he <laughs> urinates on a on a female escort, uh, uh, on a night worker. <laughs> and then, and then he goes to her, "I can't kiss you. You got piss all over your Aww. face." And it's just we just kept laughing about that. They're feminists, so we found
0: that offensive. <laughs>
3: Hello Jason. How are you?
0: With
1: that said <laughs> Uh Okay, with that said, I'll just bring I'll bring you guys up to speed a little bit perfectly. Okay, so about 1986, 1987, we had those tapes on our bus as as a assortment of whatever other insane crap there was. Oh, so that's been in the that's been in the archives for quite some time. Oh wow, <laughs>
3: okay. So we're late to we're way yeah, late to the yeah. party.
1: Did he have any influence <laughs> on your
2: did he have any influence on your rock star behavior? Did you use that as, like, something to aim
3: for, no pun intended? Uh, yeah,
1: definitely a definitely big influence, man. Big influence.
3: Uh, I do want to mention, so, Jason, you're calling in. We do want to talk a little bit about your art. Uh, you're going to have okay. a few pieces on display as part of Context New York at Pier 94 here in New York City starting May 3rd going through May 7th. And there's going to be a VIP cocktail reception on May 3rd, where you're going to be doing a, a bit of q and A. Uh, and I was curious, like, uh, is that right, or am I wrong?
1: Pretty close, pretty close. You got you got the puzzle pieces, but not quite in the right dates. Is that all right? You go finish your finish your thought.
3: Oh well, I, I wanted to start asking you about the the art, but w- w- do I, have the, I if I have the dates wrong? What
1: are the correct dates, just so I have them? Okay, so it's 3 it is the third through the seventh, and the VIP thing is on the the first day, which is Wednesday the third in the afternoon. But then they uh. What's happening is uh I'm sharing a booth with Bob Groon, a you know famous rock photographer guy we have together um, and on the Saturday the sixth in the afternoon we're gonna do like a little uh, he's gonna do his presentation that he's been taking around the country and I'm gonna hang out with little ask him some questions and do like a little symposium thing at the like a culmination of the of the week so oh uh, okay that's so that's on the seventh you got all you got all the parts right
3: okay cool well so what I want to know is like was art, sorry. What I wanted to know is, was art always something that you you did, or is it something that you recently started exploring? I mean, obviously, music. Is, I mean, like you know, painting and the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Right.
1: Um, visual art, uh, taking it seriously, just came um, maybe 2004 or five when I, uh, I took off from Metallic and then worked on Boy for a couple of years and made a couple of records and took it around you know the countryside and whatever and then uh, uh, had some shoulder surgeries three, three right back to back like a right to the left to the right again and so I was without you know those hands at those times and added up to many many months of being immobilized one side or the other and coming back with rehab and getting addicted to painkillers and all the fun shit that goes along with it. Um, but in that time, I couldn't really play bass the same. And I tried to rig little guitars to finger pick and stuff like that. But I was really limited in any kind of uh, instrumentation, string instruments. So I started um, drawing and painting with whichever hand was working at the time. And that kind of developed into a thing. And then after my shoulders got all fixed, about 2008, then I started taking painting very seriously and do all my pictures with both hands now because I had to learn, out of necessity, how to use them both the same. So I used both of them and all, all the pictures. And uh, 2010, I had my first show in San Francisco, and then this is my first international show, so, so it's kind of been a long time coming, I think, but uh, I've always been interested in that. It's just the creative outlet to keep my balance when I didn't have my playing available.
3: I gotcha, and so uh is it just something you you constantly go back to or do you get like like for example you know well, wednesdays i I like to pick up the brush or is it you get hit with a a a bit of inspiration and then you 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 take off or how does it work
1: it's a perpetual thing just like the music is and so it's it's constant um this morning i did a drawing i worked on a little bit of painting this afternoon i just whatever happens, you know i mean Mm -hmm. whatever kind of happens and um, if I can make time for it. And also, priority wise. But just like music, it's it's every day, one way or another, now that it's developed into what it's developed into. And people have kind of just like the music and stuff. You know, you put out a new song and you wait for people to dig it or not, or you play it for somebody that you really like, a producer or somebody that you really look up to, another musician, and they like your song or they like somehow legitimizes your efforts. And that's kind of what happened with my art. I painted it for a while, made all these different pictures for a while. And then a few cats that I really look up to said that they dug it and wanted to work with me. And so that kind of legitimized it a bit. And so now I've been chasing it pretty seriously since that time.
4: What is it it like putting uh, your artwork on display and um, putting together a a gallery show? Do you get butterflies? Are you excited for it?
1: There's a lot of unknown for me. Um, This is kind of a new world. And there are a lot of commonalities within the rock show and stuff and the art show but um i think there's the same nervous excitement there's the same meticulous like immersion you know like all the way obsessed with it wanting to make sure it's all as good as it can be but with the art it's different than the music and the way you can mix the music until jesus christ you know it's almost ruined or whatever but the painting you have to say when and then put it out there and let it go and you can't be there to explain it to people and i really don't want to anyway i want people to dig what they dig about it you know or not dig it or whatever but the painting is that much different. There's kind of a, a vulnerability that doesn't happen with the music. The music's already got the long, sharp teeth, and it's loud, and people are going to like it and for the most part and that kind of thing. So then the art stuff is new for me. Um, so putting it out there, kind of like sending your kids off or whatever, kick them up and the go, man, go, and see what people are going to think of it. So it's exciting and a little bit nerve-wracking because of the uh, logistics of things, I guess.
2: Is it more nerve wracking because it's all you, as opposed to like you being part of a band? This is just like you f- in the forefront without anyone else.
1: For sure, man. Uh, you know, a solo thing as opposed to a team thing is like a different planet. You know, for better or worse, in the way that you have supportive people when you guys are all, when you're all getting along, when your persons are all getting along, and maybe not so great when everybody's not getting along and the balance is all off. So when you're on your own, you you know, take the credit for the good stuff and got to take the blame, too, and don't really have anybody to share either of those things with. So uh, it's kind of a different trip. Got to wear all the hats. Got to do all the different stuff, you know. Um, But I like that challenge, too. I really kind of put myself back into music. I chased the art from, like I said, 2008 to about 2011, pretty seriously doing shows, sold some paintings, you know, some different people, probably about 15 or 20 different paintings, and then kind of chilled out for a bit and then took the Newstead thing out and then started working on this other acoustic music, so I was really more into writing songs and collecting these old songs and stuff. And then this opportunity came to be in this art show, so I was forced to go back and look at some of my canvases from the past ten years and what I hadn't seen for a long time. i painted in a few different places, and so I had to go to different places and dig canvases out and see these things that were going to end up in the show this next week. So that kind of thing was pretty cool, actually going back and seeing what I've created. It's kind of like going back with Studio Records or whatever. There's lots of similarities there.
3: That's cool. Now, you mentioned your, your acoustic stuff. I know you've said in previous interviews that with the new stat thing, it, it ended up uh, being a, a little bigger of a financial investment that you wanted, and that you, you were kind of done with that. But with the acoustic stuff, is that something you see yourself releasing to the public and, and really exploring, or is it kind of more just for yourself?
1: Um, I think the reason I mentioned it, and it's a good tie-in from the last uh, bit of conversation there about the team or the solo thing, so going into the Newstead thing as my own name, my own, words, my own voice, leading the band and all that, that was all kind of new territory too, which was mm-hmm. really cool. I love that, man. I, I wouldn't have changed any of that for any anything. It's just that there's a couple of... You know, it wasn't as much as just like finances and it took that much money to do it. It was more of... um the psychological load, I think from putting my trust into a couple of people that were pretty big uh, players that were going to help me out. And then they end up not being able to do it because of other things that they had committed to. So there was some inner workings that I don't really care about. Everybody know the details. It's not mm,
6: like that interesting
1: anyway, but it's that's, that has a lot to do with it too. Um, I, you know, between you and me and anybody else is going to hear this. Uh, every penny that I put into a news stud, I got out of it twice, as far as the, feeling of victory um, taking my own thing around the world again and playing for people and getting the respect on our own like that and that was a pretty big deal for me even you know 30 years into my career it was still really really fucking big deal for me so that was more of a victory it's a bummer that it had to be that way with money and management and those kind of things you kind of beyond your control kind of stuff you know it's to be a drag and especially you know, if you're conditioned to something, like, I was in a big band for 15 years, you know, we kind of made the rules and set the rules and the standards and all that, and you get used to that shit. So when you come back after some certain time, you know, the respect that everybody showed, that was really great. That was right up to par. But there's so many changes from the last time that I was in a band that was peaking um, from what goes on now with music and making ends meet and all that stuff. So I just had, it was all new learning, all new world once again, even though I'd been in that world a while before.
3: Right, so it was coming in at a different level and and the compromises that you would have to make to, to succeed at that level were yeah. more, more early a jive. Yeah,
1: not that I was... Yeah, I, I, I'm not afraid to play at any place for anybody for however loud is, you know, 200 people or 20,000, 40,000, whatever, those festivals and that stuff this time around. Um, that's all good. I just wanted stuff to be right and I wanted things to be cool for my band and I wanted to be represented properly. You know, man, integrity is important. You gotta have self-respect and all that shit. So, gotta be really careful with that. Gotta be careful with my legging and stuff. Yeah,
3: uh, uh, big deal. Completely understood. And uh, I was curious. You know, uh, speaking of, you know, integrity, your former band Metallica constantly, their integrity gets questioned. I I feel a, a little unfairly. And there, and from some hardcore fans, there seemed to be a bit of a blowback for the performance at the Grammys not necessarily for the stage stuff, but just because they were collaborating with Lady Gaga. Now, I know in the past you've said you're a big fan of Lady Gaga or you you respect her as an artist. I was curious if you had a chance to see it, and other than, again, the mic issue at the beginning, what you thought overall about the collaboration.
1: I think that doubting Metallica ever is not really that smart (laughs) anytime, Um, for for whatever reason it's kind of this, they keep getting back up again, ready for another fight. You know, it's, it's pretty impressive from the matter of which I've been in, in, out of it, back inside of it and whatever, man, yeah. you know, I've seen it from all places and it's, it's, uh, it's nothing but respectable. So, uh, yes, I did see the performance. Yes. I watched them as their brother. I watched them as a support, supporting spectator person, um, that's in the camp, you know? So it's like, uh, as a fan and that thing, I was really pissed off at how uh, the disrespect because of the equipment. And, the you know, the best performers that night, James Hetfield, got disrespect with that microphone. I could have killed him, motherfucker. That's, that's not okay with me. That shit's not okay with me. But um, for them taking a chance, just like they have with anything, whether we agreed with it or not, that's not really for us to say. If they want to take that chance with somebody that's as talented and powerful as Lady Gaga— Then they should be doing it. They are the same caliber she is of the same. She was lucky to be there with them, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. I mean, what the ultimate thing? Like we could discuss this and all, blah 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 blah. But the the victory, that's maybe our theme for today. The victory Mm -hmm. of that performance was that because the gear failed, James and uh, her name Jennifer, they were able to rise to a place as. The experienced superstar performers that they are feed off each other on that moment, forced into that moment, completely. It made it a more powerful performance that they could have planned if they rehearsed it twenty fucking times.
3: I agree. It when was, they when they they...
1: Made, they they rose to the occasion, they pushed each other to a further place than they would have ever on their own. It was fantastic.
3: Uh, yeah, like when they both. When he realized his mic was busted, and he just started going over, and they started sharing the mic, I thought that was such a powerful exactly. moment. That w- it was clear that there are two pros on the stage right now, and no matter how bad Headfield's, you know, blood was boiling, the mic was was broken. He knew the performance had to keep going on, and whatever it took to get to, to make it happen. And I thought it, it ended up it was an awesome moment. And, and again, even I agree the. The mic should have been working. This is absurd. This is a professional television broadcast. Uh, but they mm-hmm. made uh, the most of it possible uh, by doing what they did, I thought. I
1: think it was it was a huge, 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 shiny crown that came out of that. It showed what the people are made of. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a, a large percentage of the persons in that room that are performers would have been in a puddle on the floor when that shit was... Presented to them when that adversity was presented to them, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, that's come that's on good now. Good
3: I agree completely. And
1: one last thing I wanted
3: to ask, and, and I mean, this could be a little personal, so feel free to to not answer this. But something that uh, I feel like I and, and other people have joked about was that you could basically never do another business venture at all and simply live off of royalties from the monster that was the black album because it's still selling like four or five thousand copies a week. Is the, w- would that be a f- without getting into financials? Would that be a fair thing to say? Um, or would you, if you don't very, feel comfortable... No, uh, <laughs> no, I no. I just,
1: no I'm also, it's straight because. Um, I mean, everything you said is correct as far as the sales of the record. It's something that's never been seen before. It's this thing that won't go away and everything we could have never predicted and all that. So, right, that's, just, that's plain and simple. That's information right. for anybody to know or find. Um, but early on when I joined the Bone 86, and uh, they were already headed up by some very together people. Mm. some very together, uh, team, uh, management and other people. They handled their business from day one. Even when I was just a hired gun, before I started getting a cut, um, it took five and a half months before I started getting a full cut. So the first five and a half months, I just paid. So by April of 87, which was, yeah, check that shit out. 30 years ago this month, um, I joined as a full member. Took it to taking a full cut. So, from that time, the persons that handled them and guided them also took me under their wing and guided me. Mm
6: -hmm.
1: Okay? And the people that know what goes on with investments. So, when we did what we did and we were able to hit what we hit and hit that stride and we were able to take it to the people when there were that many 12 to 16 year old male individuals on the planet that we played our metal to and they came and checked out the stuff and we made some bucks and CDs still sold and t-shirts still sold and we really invest some money. That's all. It's cool that the record's selling and that's great, but I mostly do things for other people with that money.
3: Mm-hmm. Understood.
1: So if the Black Album really wouldn't have to sell anymore either because somebody helped me early on in my career.
3: Gotcha. You were, Okay. Does it make so, sense? Yeah, absolutely Does it make makes sense? sense. Yeah, very cool. Well, Jason, thank you so much for taking some time. I'm sure you're a busy guy. Uh, appreciate taking the time. Big fan of all of your work. Yeah, that was
1: cool. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you.
3: Uh, I have to say, w- the, the moment that sticks in my head, what I think about, is watching the Metallica Behind the Music over and over on VH1. And the moment your most quotable line was, you know, a lot of people say that Metallica sell out, and we and, and we did sell out every show that we played and like i remember the first time i watched that i was like hell yeah man metallica's number one like it was was such a great burn moment and like obviously they played that clip to death on that (laughs) on that show so that was i i that always sticks in my head of the uh, of the positivity that you had in dealing with with you know all the bullshit that comes along with being the biggest metal band in the biggest metal band in the world at the time
1: yeah yeah it was a proud moment and that and that's still you know, that gets brought up a lot. There's a couple lines from the different films or whatever that get brought up. You know, like the millions of dollars for sandwiches thing and all that. Right. You know, that that somebody tells me about that every still like every fifteen days somebody'll mention that to me. And the same thing with that one you just said, and then somebody'll come up to me and go, Dude, we got scored back you know, same thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It makes me feel good about something, you know.
3: <laughs> well that's awesome once again
1: yeah, we did the right thing along the way you
3: know what i'm saying yeah you absolutely did uh is still going strong so clearly <laughs> the right you know it was going right uh context new york is the art show you could see some of jason's pieces including a self-portrait at pier 94 new york city starting may 3rd to may 7th and there then you there will be a Q and A with Jason himself in New York City on May seventh. Are you a fan of New York City? I know you're a, you're a West Coast guy, you're a NoCal guy. Do, do you like popping into NYC? I
1: I love New York City. Yeah, we spent a lot of time there. You know, uh, making records and making friends and oh, all that right. stuff through time. So lots of years in that place, I guess. When it comes right down to it, and we're going this week is really gonna be big. There's gonna be a lot of very special things happening. So excited, like a like a kid in a candy store again
3: awesome well good luck at the at the art show and
1: uh you know and
4: congratulations yeah on
1: congratulations on it. thank you very much i appreciate it thanks for your time and your help you guys have fun with your show man good luck with it thank thanks. you thank you thanks
3: a lot all right, we're gonna let you go thank you Jason. Oh, man, see all right that was jason and a yes. great way to cap off the show what a what an awesome guy that that one
4: yeah, Better than I thought it would. He's a, a really cool dude. would, Yeah,
0: he could just be a, a guy, and yeah. you wouldn't know that he's yeah. a multimillionaire and mass- massively huge musician and very talented musician. Yeah. Just from talking very to him. Very
4: grounded individual.
3: Yeah. All right, so that's our show. We're going to wrap it up.
4: I'm glad we that like that happened. Yeah, yeah I'm glad he's, we made
3: uh, it work. Fantastic interview. And we will be back next Tuesday
4: you next Tuesday at a regular time. <laughs> not this Tuesday next Tuesday
0: right This two days from now we will not be putting a new
3: episode
2: on. so the ninth is it going to be
4: yeah the ninth, ninth will
0: be our next Tuesday show
3: yeah and then we're going to do something a different day or something the following year. we'll figure that out but the eighth the ninth will be back on the air hope you're there hope you follow us on Facebook we post every day facebook.com slash metal injection live twitter.com Slash Mi Livecast. Give us a follow. Give us a like. And if you listen to us on, on iTunes, please rate and review us. It really helps us out. Helps uh, get, get us better placement. Get us some new listeners.
8: Yeah. Tweet be fun people
4: stuff. about the Rabba shirt, like the guy from. Like, yeah, now said.
3: all of our designs are on stickers. Oh yeah. So that's mm. pretty cool. You can put a Rabba put Rabba anywhere in your house, anywhere in the world. You can put J Two Pizza on J Two Pizza. Yeah. It's yeah. very true. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. Thank you for listening.
0: This is a little something for all the women who were women,
4: women, women who
0: are, who were too pissy to be kissed <laughs>
7: by
4: Chuck
0: Berry.
7: Him to forgive us, roll over and listen to a little of yes.